You know, this is our benevolent government. The all-intrusive tentacles that while one tentacle is reaching in your left pocket, the other tentacle is reaching in your right pocket. And they're pulling out whatever they can to extract your wealth and energy from you, to regulate every aspect of your life, to tell you when and where you can go pee, what kind of toilet you can use, etc. And that's what you have. And good luck to you. Well, that concludes this edition of the Constitutional Crusaders show. Until next week, my friends, unless the creek rises or they come and take me away again, my fellow Americans, keep your powder dry. shared by the host, guest, callers, and visitors to the chat room do not necessarily reflect the views of owners and advertisers of American Voice Radio. Subject matter of many shows is meant for mature audiences, and adult thinking is required. American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
is their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Once again, to another edition of the Contenders for the Faith radio broadcast. I am Pastor Anthony Garissi, broadcasting to you live from the grand state of Arizona. And it's about five minutes after the top of the hour. Good to have you along with us tonight. We're a show that's dedicated to tackling controversy and conspiracy directly related to Christianity. And we do all this from a biblical perspective because we believe the Bible is our final authority in all matters of faith and practice. And when we say Bible, we're talking about the old King James Bible. We do believe God has preserved his word perfectly for us in the 21st century. And, uh, folks, we have no excuse, no excuse for the condition of our country. We have no excuse for the decisions we make. We have guidance, and it is not Obama's executive orders. I promise you that. Also, good to have with us tonight that main tower of brain power, the research director of the Ecclesiastical Law Center, and um, your psychotherapist for tonight, Jason Burton. How's it going? (laughs) That's right. What a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful evening to be on the radio. I love Hatefulness Hour. You say, well, you shouldn't uh, hate, right? Well, too bad. Nope. Uh, suck it up, get over it, all that kind yeah. of stuff, because that's what this is. Name of the that's game right. tonight, folks. 
It is. It is hatefulness hour. It's one hey, of our favorite hours in radio. That, though, What's that? Before we get to that, uh, we probably ought to get some contact info and also remind folks of the meetings that are coming up. Yep. Um, you can contact Pastor Anthony at pastor at paysonfirstbaptistchurch.net or me at refreshedaz at hotmail.com. And we've got meetings coming up in Union City June 6th through the 9th. There, how's that? Yeah, well, see, I, I want to say more about the meetings because you, you folks don't want to miss this. All June right, 6th ahead. through the 9th, okay? It's going to be at the Cornerstone Historic Baptist Church in Union City, Indiana, and Jason said if you haven't been able to find a hotel, he'll put you up in his house because he's got a huge farmhouse. It's huge. And um, him and T- Donald Trump will make sure they provide a place for you. <laughs> but there's going to be plenty of food. If you can't find a place to stay, you can just camp on his farmland. And um, we want you to come, folks. We want you to be a part of this. Uh, there will be great preaching. I like that too much. What, what's that? Yeah, who, who won't like it? Do, do you say your wife won't like it? The, no, the farmer. The farmer. We don't actually farm. We just live in the middle of a field. Yeah. <laughs> you don't actually farm. You just live in farmland. So, That's right. But if you folks want to see where Jason lives, then you want to come to this conference. But more importantly, if you want to hear Jason speak and many other great speakers During this week, you want to be a part of that. June 6th through the 9th, these are men that have not bowed the knee to Baal. They are not registered pastors. These are not 501c3 pastors. These are Bible believers. It's really simple. They simply accept the Word of God as their standard, not what some lawyer tells them. All right? The lawyers do not dictate to the church how we run the church. They never dictate to the church how it runs. And the moment a lawyer begins to counsel churches, we've got problems. It must be the Bible and the Bible alone. So June 6th through the 9th, food's provided. Preaching's going to be great. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you in a couple weeks, Lord willing. It is Hatefulness Hour tonight, Jason, and um, it is our favorite hour in radio. A lot of people say, well, if you're a Christian, you should not be a hater. If you're a Bible believer, you must be a hater. The Bible says, ye that love the Lord, in Psalms 97, verse 10, hate evil. You must be a hater. Otherwise, you don't love the Lord. You can't love everybody and love the Lord. It's absolutely impossible. In fact, if you say that you do love God and you love everybody, you are a liar. And that's also possible because the Bible says, let God be true and every man a liar. So just accept the Word of God for what it is and enjoy yourself. Because if you could hate a little bit, I'm telling you, you guys, you save yourself a whole lot of grief, Jason. I mean, how many stories have we read that if people could just get it off their chest, they'd feel a whole lot better? Well, I think this is the whole problem with the entire Muslim religion is that they— they must bottle up that hate something fierce when everybody's not looking, because <laughs> then they release it upon the world. And uh, you know what they need? They need a hatefulness hour. They need That's to right. just get it off of their chest instead of you know blowing up other people with vests that they wear strapped across their chest. But uh, that's a whole different issue. But yeah, folks, it is hatefulness <laughs> hour tonight. Um, also, Frank's giving us a golden opportunity right here, uh, Pastor Anthony. And you may not have caught this in the chat room. But uh, he says we can apologize for the outdated, washed-up, worn-out, old hate. Oh, I thought it was going to say producer, but no, he's talking about the hatefulness theme. Right. 
for the evening. Anyway, uh, folks, speaking of the chat room, you definitely want to jump in there. We've got a big group out there, and I can't wait to mispronounce the one person in there. And if you're in the chat room, you know who I'm talking about. But uh, good to see everybody in the chat room. Folks, this is a good way to be part of this radio broadcast. Go to theamericanvoice.com. Click on the button that says chat about halfway down the page. Give yourself a super secret identity and jump in there with the likes of Frank and Andrew and LT. Jason B., that's me. Nunya, uh, Spudman, Vipagosek, and uh, Taliano. <laughs> yeah. Good to see everybody in there tonight. And uh, and I'll be interesting to know Vipagosek. Um, or, I'm sorry, what, uh, how you pronounce Big that? Big Bopsek. How's that? Big Bopsek. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, that's fine. I'm glad Big Bopsek's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see him or her. But uh, probably some people's uh, super secret identity under there. Somehow people go in, you know, like incognito ninja uh, chat room style. And uh, I don't know how that happens to this day, but that's fine. Yeah, there you go. And so for Big Bopsek, we... We're going to play our old, worn-out, hateful theme. Frank, so without further ado, go ahead. Are you tired of corruption in government? I hate police officers who will stand out there on the street and give First Amendment protection to a bunch of sodomites and at the same time jackboot Christians right in the face. Do little old ladies driving slow in the fast lane make you crazy? Do people just plain confuse you? I I don't know where to start. I hate people that hate others. The stuff that I deal with on a regular basis, you guys would pee your pants. I'd pee my pants. Are the little things of life getting you down? What I hate is when you got a cup of hot cocoa and you leave it sit for like 10 minutes and it forms that like skin over the top. Oh, and you can't man. quite drink it and you can't quite eat it. So you kind of like have to pick it up with your fingers and chuck it down the sink. Well... Get used to it. I hate when you have a problem with something or someone, and they tell you you just need to get over it. The Contenders for the Faith, which the American Voice Radio is pleased to offer you the prescription to this world's lunacy. And now it's time for the Hate the Dollar. It's fun. I'm calling from Walmart, and... And I just called to say I hate people that call in from Walmart and don't tell everybody what the specials are. It's revealing. What I realize, there's so much more to this than you've been told. So much more. So what yeah, do you so explain the aliens to me that I've seen probably 30, 40 times. How do I know you weren't smoking something when you saw that? It's your opportunity to vent your spleen. I am sick to death of Uncle Buck. I am sick to death of people who try to force their own opinion on someone else and tell them that they are not a Christian when they do believe the Bible and don't believe what a fruitcake says about free people in Canada. Thank you. Dial 1-800-433-1429 and tell us what you hate. We should, we should just add a clip right there at the end at the number and just have Frank's voice come in with just and say it real bland and just say, one eight hundred nine three two one nine eight zero. Just kind of cut right in right there. Um, yeah, that way we don't fine. have to or lose the archaic. Like, we could save ourselves all the work, and you could just like give the phone number again. That'd be great. There you go. One eight hundred nine three two one nine eight zero. That's the call in number. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, that's the call in number, folks. Give us a call. You've got something to hate. LT posts the hate right in, right in the, right, right there in the chat room, and we will read it. If you put it in the chat, we'll do our best to read it. He says he hates, hates, hates 
the Colorado cannabis law. Did I say that right? Can I, I can't even oh, say that word right. Cannabis. You're, cannabis. You're in Arizona. It's legal. You got to learn how to pronounce that. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to call it cannabis. Just call Whoa. it fine. All right, that's easy. <laughs> So there you go, folks. You've got to hate. Post it. We'll read it. We might even comment about it. I, you know what? I'm with LT. I, that's why I don't go to Colorado anymore. No, not really. It's just well, too it's far away. Well, it's in Arizona, too. That's the thing. Yeah. I, Isn't it? I, don't you guys have dispensaries? We do. And believe it or not, I actually had to do electrical work uh, about a month or so ago in one of our local dispensaries. And, man, the security is tight. I was I was actually surprised. I mean they I had to have uh, they had to see my license. They um they had to have a a guard walk with me everywhere I went. Um and uh because uh they they would not allow us to shut any electrical down. We couldn't take the chance of shutting the lights off anywhere or I don't know. I don't know how they make the stuff, what they do. I'm pretty certain that everybody that was working there was sampling it through the day. Um, but we had to work on everything live because they, they absolutely refused to let us turn anything off there. So there, that's, that was my experience in a cannabis dispensary. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Hey, that gives gives a totally new perspective to the, to the term high wire. I mean, you were in there, you were wiring that place up and, uh, Hey, did you get any like I don't know smoke drifting your direction or any secondhand you know funniness I, going on there? No, I didn't. I didn't feel a buzz, but there were candy jars everywhere and bowls of candy everywhere. And uh, I said, "Look at all that candy!" And the guy I was working with said, "Do not touch any of that." And uh, guess apparently everything there it looked like a candy shop. Everything there was laced with marijuana, and, uh, and that's my know. first experience. You just know if you were to accidentally even touch one of those things, the Pace and Roundup editor would be standing right next to you. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Local pastor, Sam I wonder if anybody Steel. got pictures of you going in. I remember one time I got a picture of uh, Pastor Mike going into a, a Chinese restaurant, but it was right next to a Department of Economic Security. And I got the picture, <laughs> and I posted it on the bulletin board at church. That was really funny. And uh, I don't know how funny Pastor Mike thought it was, but uh, I thought it was a blast anyway. Well, you never know what will happen. And several years back, this is a true story, um, several years back, uh, we were wor- – you, you know where the, um, the Oxbow Saloon is, right? You've, been, you've seen it. You've been oh, there many a time. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That was, a tr- that was a trick question. I wanted to see how you'd answer that. Anyway, yes, I know had- where it's at. It's we- a historic thing on Main Street. Of course, right. I know where it's at. We, we've handed out tracks in front of it before. Yeah. Well, the, the saloon itself, behind it, there is a, um, there's a courtyard, and then there's actually apartments, because it used to be an inn, I guess, years and years ago. And so we were doing electrical, not in the saloon, but actually in the inn, behind the saloon, separate building. And um, I was, uh, I'm, I'm you know, just doing my work, and, and I could see uh, the, the main street, and I, and I saw several of our church folks. It was... Um, Oh, who was it? It was the Brissons. They were walking down. They were just walking down Main Street. And I went, oh, look, I'm going to go say hi to them real quick. And I stepped out, and it just looks like I stepped out of the saloon. And I said, hey, how's it going? <laughs> and I'm like, pastor? I'm anyway, pastor. so <clears throat> Rex, the guy I was working for, he said, what do you think you're doing, man? They think you're at the bar. Anyhow, 
Oh, I'm not used to being in a bar, so I just stepped out to say, hey. I had a good excuse. I really did. So, anyways. All right, speaking yeah, of hate. Money. I mean, that's that's the best excuse for any pastor is money. Yeah, you're making money. <laughs> and it, as long as the money's green, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of hate, Jason, um, I think this has been the top story for several days now, and that is Obama's executive order to the uh, schools. And uh, basically, they're going to um, make way for the transgender movement. This thing is just, it is growing like crazy. It is becoming a phenomenon across this country. Yeah. Uh, Since when did we care about guys who wanted to dress up like women? Um, We just figured they're nuts. They're sick in the head. But now they deserve civil rights. And now we are accommodating for them. Who gave, I mean, who, who would give these people a second thought? Now it's being shoved down our throat by the president of the United States. Now, Josh Ernest gets up and they said, so this is, this is a mandate, right? This is a law. And he says, well, it has, let's see if I can quote this right. Um, he says, while the letter does not have the force of the law, it does warn that schools do not schools that do not abide by the administration's interpretation of civil rights under um, under a uh, certain title may face lawsuits or loss of federal aid. And then Loretta Lynch replied, there is no room in our schools for discrimination of any kind, including discrimination against transgender students on the basis of their sex. When I went to public school, Jason, the only time a guy dressed up like a girl was during Halloween, and we still thought he was an idiot. All right. And the rest of them that thought they were girls, they didn't say anything about it because we had this game called Smear the Queer. And, you know, we would just kindly invite them to play and then hand them the ball and whoever has the ball is queer and then you smear them i mean you just smash them and that's that's kind of how you handled it now now as long as the parents and here's uh, I, uh, the executive order actually defines the terms they say that the parent has to come out and say that this is what it is for this particular school year now they got to say it before the school starts when they enroll the student all right, and that's what that person has to stay like, and everyone has to accommodate. And Josh Ernest said, "This isn't, you know, this isn't. Um, we're not. We're not trying to uh, blackmail or twist anybody's arms behind our back. What we're trying to do, he said, is we're just trying to guide. We're just trying to uh, help a little bit towards the school's confusion on this matter. And um, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, you know, this. I this love how another... they put things like this, Pastor." Yeah, They make it seem as normal as the day is long. That was just like, oh, yeah, you know, we just want to clarify things, you know, that it's okay for uh, for people that have gender identity issues. I don't know. How do you – they're transvestites. They're not transgender. Yeah. I mean, just because they think that they've got different – well, they think they're a different sex doesn't mean they actually are. And then that's how they do it, all right? So now they've pitched it to the American people how. Well, through the television shows, through Dr. Phil, through uh, Ellen DeGeneres, through, uh, you know, The View and all of these things. And now everybody thinks it's perfectly normal because the media has been largely successful in swaying the people toward being accepting of people of abhorrent and abominable lifestyles. Well, uh, some have said, suggested that this won't have any real effect on the schools. And I beg to differ, because Josh Ernest made it very clear. uh, The letter of this executive order is basically, you don't want federal funding? Fine. You know, then do 
defy this executive order. But if you want federal funding, then you better be accommodating to the queers and to the transgender, twisted mind, you know, uh, uh, perverted little punks that are coming into your school because we don't want to make them feel bad in any way, shape, or form. And uh, Jason, I read article after article in our Pace and Roundup, and I'm telling you, the public schools, every public school in this nation will do whatever it takes to get money from the federal government. They don't care. They don't care. Oh, the that's cost. what it's all about. Yeah. That's it's exactly not about it. education. I mean, nope. who, who, that hadn't been like, hadn't been about education just about forever. I mean, we follow the money trail. You can do that in just about everything that, you know, is bad, such as the public school system. Uh, it's just a money. It just generates money for certain special interest groups. And uh, it, it, that's yeah. why it's required, by the way. <laughs> Well, uh, um, Lieutenant uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, who's really been making a stink, and then uh, he made so much of a stink that Josh Ernest took a shot at him when he was explaining Obama's executive order. But I like what Patrick said. He scoffed at the threat that uh, there would be no funding, and he said the feds can keep their 30 pieces of silver. But I don't think that's enough. Um, Senator John, uh, I see, Comine? I, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing his name right. But anyway, he's a Republican from Texas. He said the federal government needs to butt out of state matters. Guys, this this is not a state or federal government matter. This is a perversion matter, all right? The, the government, the federal government, should not even weigh in on this. They should stay as far away from this as possible, ex, uh, with the exception of condemning it. They should be condemning this thing. They said, what is wrong with you kids out there? The President of the United States should be standing up. I don't care how badly you feel about this you know, what you wish God had made you. It's just the way it is. Suck it up. I mean, Jason, they are going so far into this weird, twisted world. They are amputating healthy organs in order to accommodate this this twisted, messed up feeling in their heads. And and it is it is sick sickness. It's kind of like anorexia, Jason, where the girl looks in the mirror and she thinks she's slobbishly fat, and truth is she's she's she looks like she's an HIV victim, and um, and so she's starving herself to death, or, or like the woman who gets in a tanning booth and tans herself to a burnt piece of leather because she's not thankful or grateful for the way God made her. Now anybody in this society would look at that and say you got a problem, but when a boy looks in a mirror and says. I feel like I'm a girl, but every time I look at myself, I, I've got to shave, and that just disgusts me. I feel so, and, th- and they think that you know this boy should be accommodated for. No, somebody needs to give him a swift kick in the rear end. But now they have civil rights, and or take now them under their wing and and you know take them out to do guy stuff. I mean, here's the deal: it's it, it goes hand in hand with the effeminization of America, and uh, it's interesting. I go into schools a lot for my work. And it, it, it is so interesting that most of the administrators and principals, at least in this area and the different schools I go into, are female. There's a feminization yes. of America that has happened, and that's created effeminate boys. You're not allowed to be a man in America anymore. I mean, that, it's the only group that can't just stand up and say, why can't I just be me, right? Well, you can't just be a, a man without uh, being held in derision by the rest of society. Now, if you happen to be a man that has, you know, more melanin than another man, then you're going to be treated differently. Or if you're a girly man, then you're going to be treated well in our society. 
But oh, just yeah. regular folks? Nope. The only reason we exist, Pastor, is to pay the taxes. They milk us of our taxes in order to be able to pander to special interest groups. You do realize that this whole issue is over about 0.3% of the American population. And I think that yep. number's high. Yep. And here we all are help, being held hostage to the point to where the federal government thinks that they have anything to do with bathrooms and uh, mm-hmm. and being held hostage over, what, point, 0.3% uh, of the population who are mentally insane, you know, how they feel about things. And that yep. is just tyranny. It's tyranny of the minority. Yeah, absolutely. And the sad thing is, Jason, as Christians still think that public school education is a viable option for their children. And I mean, this guys, you got you got to be out of your mind to think they're going and to be witnesses and testimonies to the world. There'll be a light uh, in the you know in the in the darkness of the public school system. I've heard it all. I I don't even want my sons to be there. Although I'm training my sons to be men. All right, and they're going to have to handle this weird, messed up world that's out there. But can you imagine sending your daughter, your precious daughter, to one of these schools where? Obama has basically said, you want federal funding? Um, you, you know, you're, you're going to have to accommodate for the, the fruit, fruit Loops. Can you imagine sending your precious little daughter to a – well, I, even without the executive order, I can't even fathom sending my precious daughter to a public high school. And looking at these well, slobs just, out there, oh, my goodness. You've just touched on the, on the biggest issue. What, what is the end game of the, of the sodomite uh, – abomination movement. Well, the end game is this, to take your children and to use them for what they want to use them for to satisfy their perverse lusts. That's yes. the end game. That is their that their big goal and the, where they want to get is to be able to take your children and to commit abomination upon them. We do live mm-hmm. in Sodom and Gomorrah. You know what? The United States of America is reaping the punishment for not having submitted itself to Christ, well, the individuals in the land, and uh, we are now being being punished, and I believe that this uh, homosexual, not even about the homosexuals anymore, I mean, relative to some of this perversion that's getting to be public, that's kind of tame, you hate to say it, but good yep. night, we're talking about men going into women's restrooms, it's sick, man. Yeah, they, neither were they thankful, is what the scriptures teach. This is a sign of the end times. Neither were they thankful. Ungrateful worms for what God had created. You know, we used to pick on uh, the women for gauding themselves up in makeup, over tanning themselves. You know, uh, now we're going after the boys for wanting to be like women. Messed up society. All right, folks, this is the Contenders for the Faith radio broadcast. It's Hatefulness Hour. Get your hates ready for the second half. Also, jump into that chat room during the break. Go to theamericanvoice.com and uh, click on that button that says chat. Jump in there with uh, all the folks that are in there having a good time in the chat room. Appreciate the input there. All right, we'll be right back after these minutes.
is their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Bye. 
folks. Welcome back to the Contenders for the Faith radio broadcast. I'm Jason Burton, broadcasting out of Union City, Indiana, where it's still apparently winter. I don't know how it is where you guys are at. I know it's hot in Arizona for sure, Pastor Anthony, but uh, good to be on the radio broadcast tonight. Folks, it is Hatefulness Hour. I want to remind you of that. And one of the best ways to participate in Hatefulness Hour is to get in the chat room. That is not the very best way. But if you want to get jump into that chat room, we've got several that are in there right now. We've got Frank, Andrew, LT, Jason B, that's me, Nunya, Spudman, Vic Bozsek, uh, Italiano, and Jeff. Good to see everybody in there this evening. Hey, there he is, and he's actually posting. And so uh, he hates stuff, and does he want us, do we want him to call? The answer to that, Pastor Anthony, is absolutely. Do you have the call-in number right there? 1-800-932-1980 is the call-in number, and um, yeah, give us a call. Always give us a call. That's hatefulness hour. That's what you're oh, supposed oh, oh. to do. And, and the voice that you all are hearing is Pastor Anthony Garissi, the only mega church pastor in Payson, Arizona, flanked by the Caesars of Lebanon, Library of Alexandria, and the big squeaky chair. There, I got that yeah. out of the way. Yeah, yeah, I'm the only mega I'm not much church. One for convention tonight, if you can't tell, I'm just kind of. Ah, that's all right. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm okay. I am the only meg. Excuse me. I am the only the independent only Baptist King James Bible believing mega church in Payson, Arizona. There you go. <laughs> I have to say it because you know, in the chat room, somebody's going to say he's the only mega pastor in Payson, that's Arizona. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We're not the mega church. I'll tell you that right now. There are a lot of bigger churches in this town, and uh, you've got to compromise a whole lot to be a mega church in uh, in any town in this country. I, I'll tell you right now, Jason. I'll double our attendance just by putting a set of drums on the platform, and 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 if I only used them for a, you know like a marching songs, I'd still I'd still double the uh, attendance. And then I'd triple the attendance if I went ahead and got a 501c3 status for our church. Uh, oh, man, yeah. we, we would be busting out the seams. I've had more people leave on that issue alone. You mean I can't get a, uh, a tax-deductible gift from what I give to the Lord? No, yeah. you can't. Not, not in our church. You have to actually just give. You on what I give to God Almighty? Yeah. Well, if, you, if you break down their argument, it's really silly, isn't it? It's sad. But they leave. Um, it is the, the, the money you give was God's to begin with. And, and listen, I, I don't know if anybody's ever seen the movie Shenandoah, all right? There's an old classic with Jimmy Stewart. But there's a scene in the movie where uh, he's, he's praying with his rather large family, and he says, just, they're about to eat, and he says, um, Lord, um, we thank you for this food, even though I planted it and I cultivated it, and I harvested and did all the work for it, but we thank you anyhow. And a lot of people have laughed for years at that kind of mentality, but the bottom line is you couldn't do any of those things if God didn't let you because he holds the very breath that you breathe, all right? He holds your breath in his hands, and he holds your health in his hands. So there is no such thing as, I worked for it, it's all mine, there's nothing that belongs to God. In fact, that's, that's an atheistic attitude, and you'd better duck and cover, because God will get it out of you one way or the other. It's God's, it's not mine. So when you give, it's, you're just giving what belongs to him, not Caesar, 
not you, and you're not looking for a tax-deductible gift. We're just looking for God to open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing. And it doesn't have to be finances either. There, that's hatefulness hour. I thought I'd just say something negative. <laughs> so there, if you, if you want a tax-deductible gift out of our church, you're not going to get one. I might give you, you know, some advice on some other way you can get something out of the IRS. Good luck, man. I say milk them till they're dry, but uh, yeah, it's almost impossible. Anyways. Hey. Frank had this great idea for your church in the chat room. I don't know if you were able to pay attention to that. He said you need a signboard out front with clever sayings on it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah, what's missing in church? (laughs) I see what you posted there, Jason. That's good. (laughs) No, because if I did that, they'd be protesting around our building because I'd say something mean. I can't help it. I'm, I'm going after the queers. I'm just, I'm going to have to do it, or I'm going to, go, you know, go after Rome or something like that. It's just, I can't help it. Well, speaking of the chat room and uh, and the things that are in there, I don't know. Uh, Frank just said something you might want to address. He says you sound like Obama. Oh yeah, you didn't build that. Power statement if ever, if I ever saw yeah. one in the chat room. That's how it's done, folks. That's how you get on the radio broadcast. Either call in the number one eight hundred nine three two. Uh, one nine eight zero, or jump into the chat room at theamericanvoice.com and make uh, wisecracks at uh, at uh, Anthony. Anyway, I'm gonna I've, I've got to get back at, at to typing in you know these funny sayings into the chat room. So go ahead and talk. I'm not okay. gonna be paying attention. Yes, we can. I I thought I'd try Bob the Builder. I mean Obama. I, 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 you can tell the level of uh, Obama's intelligence by what influenced him the most. Yes, we can. You didn't build that. Well, okay, when Obama said that, of course he's saying that from a socialistic mindset, and uh, he basically says we're a collective, and that's, that, that doesn't work in our society, guys. Uh, as far as the church is concerned, uh, yeah, we are dependent upon another, one another. That's Bible teaching. And as far as our fear of God, the Bible says in the book of Daniel, uh, the very breath we breathe is within the hand of our God. And that was an admonition uh, or rebuke to Belshazzar for um, not acknowledging God like Nebuchadnezzar did. And when God wrote on the wall, the handwriting on the wall, and basically said, you're found weighed in the balances, and you're found wanting, and you're dead meat, basically. Um, uh, Daniel came in and told Belshazzar, you have not glorified the God whose breath he holds, who's, who's your breath who he holds in his hand. And then, so basically, that's what, I'm ta- that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm all for capitalism, guys, but capitalism without Christ is an absolute failure. And I make no apology for that. It will fail, and it will lead to what we're at right now. It'll end up becoming communism. That, that's where it leads. There, there, there is no—I make no apology for that. Anyone who thinks that we can survive economically without Christ because we're capitalists, you're out of your minds. Just try that with God. Look what God did to Israel over and over and over again. Now, if that hair lips you a little bit, tough tamales, it's hatefulness hour. And if you don't like it, 1-800-932-1980, call it in and say, I hate what you just said. Uh, Okay, that's fine. You're welcome to do so. Jason, I got to say, I got to bring, I got to go back to what we were talking about as far as the transgender thing. Um, I just, I'm seeing a growing movement now in young couples to get away from homeschooling because they're just so tired of the work. 
And I'm serious about this, Jason. I'm hearing this more and more. Young couples are telling me, Pastor, it's just I'm, I'm worn out. It's too much work. I didn't have a high enough education. And, you know, it's, uh, it costs too much to homeschool. I, listen, you couples out there, your extra boat or a bigger house is simply not worth it. I've got to tell the story, Jason. Um, and, and, and the reason why I'm telling this is because he told me, he told me I could say this. Now, I don't know if you remember the Bomars. Do you remember the Bomars, Jason? Oh, yes, of course. Okay, well, Don Bomar came to my office this week, and he had just broken, absolutely broken. And I, and I asked him, what, what's wrong? And he said he found his son dead um, on Monday or Wednesday. His, his son had been dead for three days, and he found him in his trailer. He found him dead, and, and he just wept, and he wept. And he told me this. He said, Pastor, he says, he goes, please tell your congregation. He said, tell them it's not worth getting divorced. He said, the money is not worth it. He said, wow. it's not worth losing your children. He said, I am terrified that my son died and did not know Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, Jason, I, I mean, I saw a man broken, and he told me to preach this to our congregation. Amen. He said, I did everything to keep my money he said, I did everything to keep my toys. He said, I didn't make my son go to church. I didn't lead him to Jesus Christ. He said, and now it's too late. And he said, I will do anything to have one more minute with my son. Guys, you know, I'm not making this up. I'm preaching the funeral on, Thursday, on Friday, Friday at 3 p.m. And he said, one more minute. He says, I'm praying right now that God would hear me and not hold my son accountable for his sins, but instead put it all on me. I said, I'm, I'm sorry, Don, but it's too late. And he says, yeah, but I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep asking God. Maybe God will give him a little bit of mercy. I said, it's too late. And uh, Jason, I've, I've never felt so much pity in my life. And, um, and then I listen to these couples that are willing to send their kids to these these dumps called schools where the federal government itself is holding money and they'll do whatever it takes to get that money over their heads if they don't accommodate for the worst perversions in our society all so that they could have a little more convenience in this life. Listen to me, young couples, you are out of your minds if you think that it's safe to send your kids to those schools. I heard one person say, well, then we need to get into the, uh, we need to get more Christians into the school boards. No, are you kidding me? You've got to run for the school board. And the only way you can win is if you compromise. What you do is you take your children and you train them yourselves. You raise them up. Say, but I don't have a high enough education. I am so sick to death of hearing that argument, Jason. We have more information accessible to the public than ever before. There is no excuse. There is no excuse. And to see a man so broken, wishing he had one minute, just one minute. He said, give me one more chance with my son. One minute. He said, I'd, I'd tell him he'd need to accept Jesus. He said, I'd tell him he'd need to be in church. If he just I had one you. minute left. It reminds you of the rich man who was in hell and lifted yeah. up his eyes and and uh, begged for somebody to go back and tell his brothers. And they said, even if Moses and the prophet or Abraham said, even if Moses and the prophets went back and told them, they wouldn't believe. 
Yep, that's the heartbreak that must be there. What a what a horrific story and and yet, yeah, folks, that's the price of sin. For the wages of sin is death, and uh, and we take these things too lightly these days, for sure. Yeah, and Frank just said something in the chat room that's really good. He said, "Anyone ever heard of a tutor?" And he's right. And here's here's something that that's very important. If you were a part of a local New Testament church, all right, um, that you're supposed to you're you're supposed to work together. And if you're out there worshiping your family, and that's just as much idolatry as worshiping idols, by the way. But you're out there saying, well, you know, my family comes first before anything else, and you're skipping church, you have no church family at all, then you're, you're left out there alone. God set up the local New Testament church to help each other out. You find somebody in the church, say, I'm not good at math. Okay, well, then find somebody who is and see if they can help you. There's always a way. There is always a way. Now, somebody said this. Well, then you're abandoning the public schools. Sure. And, and I, boy, I, I'm trying not to be and mean about is, it, Jason. But. What is exactly is wrong with allowing the wicked to commit their wickedness without my children being present would be the question. Yep. I mean, if people yep. are – they think that we're self-righteous because we won't let our children go and be be – perverted and destroyed by uh, the wicked public school system whose only purpose is to make obedient government slaves and and yeah. wicked perverts. Yeah. No, you know what? It isn't going to happen. They can call me self-righteous. They can call me stuck up. They can call me a hypocrite. They can call me a Pharisee. They can call me whatever I want, but I won't abdicate my responsibility to educate my children and to protect them from the wicked, evil influence of this world because I feel bad, because I'm making them feel bad. Yep. It ain't going to happen. But the, the school system has already made their decision back in 1963 when they said, God and prayer, out. They have to stay out. But Jason, you can't even go street preaching on the school property. You can't even be anywhere near it, and they'll run you out. All right? The schools have already made their decision, and we are so far gone. Is there a chance that we can get in there? Well, I have no doubt that some have tried and been successful, but predominantly it's not happening. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not sacrificing my children. I know of the Moravian missionaries that sold themselves into slavery in order to win an island to Christ, but they were adult men they that sold themselves men. in. All right? Exactly right. Adult men can't get in there. Shouldn't be sacrificing our little children up to the to the idolatry and the the altar of of the great education system in the United States of America. You know what's really funny, Pastor, is that all around our area, schools have been getting grades from some sort of grading system, and they've all been getting D's and F's. And yet, these are the same ones that want to tell us how I ought to ed- educate my children. You know what? They're oh, yeah. not even doing a good job of educating them in the bad stuff. They're not. They don't yep. know how to teach. Anything except wickedness and except how to be a good little sheep. And you know what? My children are growing up in a whole lot different way. They really, and yours don't either. Our kids don't have that much in common with the kids that go to the public school system. Because, well, for one thing, our kids can think, whereas that is discouraged in the public school system. I know this from personal experience. The public school system was a full... Uh, full bore, full fledged uh, propaganda machine back in the 90s when I graduated high school. 
It was a machine back when uh, when I graduated. Of course, I didn't have to graduate out of high school. But even in elementary school, Jason, I graduated. I went through homeschool. Okay, so we we didn't have to go through the public high school system, but I went through public school up to seventh grade, and it was a propaganda machine back then. At least we said the pledge and sang the Star Spangled Banner for whatever that's worth. But it was a that's what it was. You know, here's what the Bible says. This is interesting. You get a, you get a man that's that denies God. The Bible says he is a fool. Is that not correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The fool has said in his heart, there is no, there God. Is no God. So it yeah. does not matter how many degrees, it does not matter how big his academic brain is, if he denies that there's a God, he is a fool. The Bible says in Proverbs 17, verse 12, let a bear robbed of her whelps meet a man rather than a fool in his folly. And this is very interesting. This is what, here's what the Lord's telling you have a better chance meeting a mama bear, getting between her and a bunch, and turning out right, than get in a public school system, deny God regularly, and literally force it down the throats of our children. You have a better chance of survival. That's, I mean, this, this, this gives us a good understanding of how, how dangerous the propaganda machine is. And yet they're so, so consumed with much academia do you have? And that's what breeds the respect. Well, you know, if you've got if you've got a doctorate in front of your name, even though you don't believe God created the earth in six or seven days, you believe everything's millions and millions of years old, even though the science completely denies it and so on and so forth, you have to be respected. And I submit unto you, they deserve no respect. The Bible says if you love the word of God, you love the word of God and you study it, you will be wiser than the ancients and your teachers. That's clear teaching the Scripture, Psalms 119. Well, and I'll tell you this, in the public school system, it doesn't take much to be wiser than the teachers. I don't know if you've been around public school teachers lately, but all the good ones done got out a long time ago, Pastor. And you know what's left? It's, it's really pathetic, I'll tell you the truth. There are a few good teachers. Okay, fine, I'll put the caveat out there, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. There might be one, you know, somewhere in Texas. But uh, but the fact is that that this system has all now been funneled into generating two things. It's, been, it's gone into generating money for certain people, and it's gone into yeah. generating sheep for the federal government, more more cows for the federal government to milk. And so uh, and that's the... The, the end game of the public school system. And is it any wonder that even people that aren't Christian, even people that aren't religious at all, are getting their kids out of the public school system and homeschooling them? Because yeah. the public schooling system is doing such a miserable and profound... I mean, it's broken it, beyond repair. It is Humpty Dumpty laying on the ground in pieces, and uh, and they're not even smart pieces that are teaching the kids either. So. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, with all that we're saying here, guys, um, yeah, we're we're attacking Obama's uh, executive order, which is easy to do, okay. But we want to make each show applicable to our listeners, and we know our listeners are predominantly Christian. We know our listeners uh, are predominantly patriot, and um, and uh, and and probably somewhat understanding and sympathetic to what we're saying. Uh, we're trying. Listen, we're two parents. Okay, 
Jason, he has six children. Uh, myself, I have six children. We know how hard it is. Um, it's not easy. Um, it's hard to provide food for the table, uh, food on the table for teenagers. I have two of them now, Jason, and they're bottomless pits. Um, I have an ornery two-year-old that's just on the go, tearing everything apart as I fix it. You know, and it's just it's just life. And schooling is hard. It takes a lot of time. It takes discipline. Uh, and we're a pastor's family. We have people coming over all the time, interrupting us. We have phone calls. Our life is hectic. And yet, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. And I certainly wouldn't trade it for the public school system. Not a chance in the world. Guys, it's worth the extra effort. Lose a little money. Lose a little sleep. Love your children to death. Love your children. Stay true to your wife. Stay true to your husbands. All right? Say, well, they just, it's just, what about me? And uh, forget you for a little bit. Keep your families together. Train those children to follow Jesus Christ. Put them in church. Set them under a preacher that will scald the hide off them. That will tell them what they are. And that is sinners in need of Jesus Christ. And they need to serve Christ. Give them no other option but Christ. And they will turn out right. It's a promise in Scripture. Do right. Don't sell out for this system. Or Obama's 30 pieces of silver. That's for sure. Well, folks, this is the Contenders for the Faith radio broadcast. You're out of time to call, but hey, uh, it's great. Jump in the chat room. There's still a few minutes left, and maybe you'll get your comment on the air. Andrew says, uh, very uh, intellectually, figures. (laughs) It's just the biggest thing I saw in the chat room. It's like a big, bold, red letter. It figures. That figures. That'll work. Figures. I appreciate Jeff. Amen to that, Pastor. Thank you. We like amens. We do. Folks, uh, you want to contact Jason or myself, email me, pastor at paceandfirstbaptistchurch.net, or Jason, that's refreshed at AZ, uh, let's see, how was it? Refreshed no, at AZ we... at hotmail.com. That's it. Refreshed yeah. AZ. There we go. We got it. All right, coming up next is someone who does got it. That's Melissa Roxanne with New World Order Info. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you next week. God bless you.
Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. AVR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
All right, welcome to New World Order Info, and I'm Melissa Roxanne, and you're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and check out all the different ways to listen to AVR. And it is my live show tonight on Monday, May 16th, 2016, and my mom's birthday is tomorrow, so hopefully she'll have a happy birthday. I pray that she does, and thank you for praying for my mom and for us, and I do pray for for my listeners and everybody associated with AVR, your families, your animals, etc., your loved ones, so... Anyway, uh, thanks to all of you who donate to us and who get the word out about AVR and how to listen and all of the wonderful programs on AVR and uh, to the micro broadcasters, of course, that are out there putting AVR out on your local stations. We really do appreciate you for doing that and getting the truth out to others and waking up people all across the world. So, um... All right, so I'm trying to sign into the chat room because I couldn't get online, and now I'm hopefully getting to, so there I go. All right, so you can come join us in the chat room as well. And um, I'm going to get back into this wonderful book here that I really do like a lot. I I really do love it. I'm not going to say I agree with every single word in the book, but... But most of it, yes, I think is really good information. And if I were you, I would try to get this book. And it's called Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams. And I haven't looked online to see, you know, how easy it is to acquire. But you could do that. You could go to Amazon.com. You could go to a used bookstore and look for it. You could go to a thrift store and see if you could find it. You could, uh, you know, just look online and search for the title. It's called Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams. It came out in 1977, and I did start with this book on my show last week, and I also read um, about ulcers from another book that I recommend called Foods That Heal. So I'll tell you the name of that again, Foods That Heal. is another good book to get, and it's by Maureen Salaman, S-A-L-A-M-A-N. So that's another good book, and they're both paperbacks that I have. This book right here, Miracle Medicine Foods, is 230 pages. The book by Maureen Salaman is, let's see, about 520-something, 524-ish, 525 pages or so. So I recommend those books, and... uh, a lot of great information in there, natural cures and things like that, and, uh, you know, and if you've suffered or somebody's suffered for however long, a day, a year, years, your whole life, you know, these books could really help, and they might save one's life, you know, or lots of people's lives, animals' lives, etc. So, I would be trying to get those, and, uh, let's see here, where did I leave off, um, all right. Let's see. Okay, I told you about, I believe, grape juice for weak lungs. I think I told you about that. And, um, okay, I'm going to keep looking and make sure where I did leave off. All right, so 
told you about the asparagus for lung victims last week just in case you were wondering what I covered I covered how to heal ulcers these are things that I would do you know if I had any of these health problems and I'm not telling you to do them and I'm telling you you need to go check with your licensed medical practitioner or practitioners and also do the research about everything you hear me say you know so these are things that I would do if I had any of these problems and uh, also you, uh, the other things you hear me talk about on my show of course you know I would I would probably do anything that would work that you hear me talk about so but these are things that aren't as commonly known a lot of the time so it's an older book this one is and came out in 1977 so um, I did tell you um, last week on my show in case you want to go download the show in the audio archives you could do that just remember to rename it with the date of last week's date in the name of my show and you might want to put natural remedies or something like that miracle medicine foods or something like that title it but um i did cover ulcers how to how i would heal those um another one i talked about was bronchitis asthma and lung infections inflammation painful coughing spasms um i talked about honey and its effect on germs and how it, it heals and, and kills the most harmful bacteria imaginable. I talked about uh, using garlic and Irish moss jelly, honey. Honey and goat's milk was another thing that worked for someone that had tuberculosis. And we've heard about tuberculosis with these illegal invaders coming in. We've heard about that going around again. So. I gave you information on how I would try to to get rid of that as well as I would use vitamin C of course and probably some other stuff too but um, and then vinegar talked about that healing a serious lung infection so that that worked um, and it and it's something I would try if I had that I would also use garlic I've I read about a lady that healed a terrible lung infection that she had that the doctors she had all been to all these supposedly just fantastic doctors and everybody had given up on her and told her there's nothing we can do for you you know you're gonna die basically she healed her lungs in three days by eating a lot of garlic now I'm not recommending anybody do that but that's something I would try and she ate a lot and I'm not saying that I would eat as much as she did because for one thing you know it may not take that much and she had a very serious lung infection but I think she ate around 50 cloves of garlic and she did it and in three days she she no longer had a lung infection so that was a story from Dr. Richard Schultz, the, the medical herbalist, very, very famous man that I've done a lot on my show about. And uh, Wendy Wilson actually was trained by him and, you know, went to school and, and learned from him. And other remedies by Dr. Christopher, another famous medical herbalist. Um, so they're both very well known throughout the world. And 
and she's on her show on AVR Herb Talk Live. She's been on AVR for years, so I recommend listening to her, too. Tuesdays and Thursdays, you can hear her live 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time on AmericanVoiceRadio.com. And let's see, also I talked about last week um, how to heal chronic pulmonary separation, which is lung infection with pus. And also asthma, how to heal that if I were, if I had it and I wanted to heal that. I also told you about organic sulfur healing Hesh Goldstein's asthma. He's he has a show on AVR two shows actually, so and and their health shows by the way. He healed his asthma with the organic sulfur, the MSM that you hear, you know, on the commercial and you hear me talk about and I did a lot of shows on that recently so that's still available in our superstore take advantage of that and uh, also a simple tea for asthma so that's some of the things I talked about and also talked about soya oil which is really soybean oil and that healed a group of children with cystic fibrosis so that's another thing um, Another one I talked about was asparagus for lung victims. So, um, one man had a almost an almost hopeless case of Hodgkin's disease and completely incapacitated. And he was healed within one year from starting the asparagus therapy. Asparagus, I've read, also heals other things. It wasn't even from this book, but just in the past I've read about it. I believe it's good for also... Um, different, uh, you know, other things. So there's lots of things that our Heavenly Father gave us that will heal so many different things, you know. It, and uh, I do believe He gave us food for medicine, definitely. And uh, a lot of the vitamins and minerals and things that are in there and, and the substances that the herbs contain will heal and save our lives. So... Um, I don't believe he really wanted us to just go to a doctor and get a bunch of drugs, really. You know, that's not what he intended for us to do. So, um, I talked about that, the asparagus healing lung conditions and different things, and um, Hodgkin's disease, cancer. Also, grape juice for weak lungs. Okay, so I'm going to go back into that now. So grape juice for weak lungs. In old-fashioned health remedies that work best, which came out in 1977, L.L. L. Schneider, D.C., an N.D., doctor of chiropractic and naturopath doctor, says he re recovered from pleurisy and a collapsed lung using a grape juice diet to eliminate mucus and phlegm. He has remained on this diet as long as seven weeks, considers it miraculous, says nothing else has worked as well, and that it gives him amazing energy. In severe cases, he recommends that one eat nothing except undiluted, unsweetened grape juice as much as desired for three or four weeks. Grapes may be eaten as well. I talked about this on my show last week, too, so if you want to hear more details, go back and listen to that. And in less severe cases, he recommends a meat and grape juice diet. I could not find the info where they say to refer to about that, the meat and grape juice diet on Chapter 4 when I looked. But after the show, of course, I found it pretty quickly. 
Um, says the grape juice seems to cleanse the blood of poisons. And it says no cure, but amazing relief is claimed. So this doctor told of a patient, Mrs. G, in her late 60s with an advanced case of emphysema and very labored breathing. 500 cc's was all she could ex exhale. With this diet, in one week, she was exhaling four times that, 2,000 cc's, which is an improvement of 300%. And he also reports another case of advanced emphysema, a mine worker, 63, who had a bloated belly due to labored breathing. He followed the diet faithfully, and his breathing improved rapidly. In fact, his bloated belly lost one inch per day, every day for a week. And that is with the grape juice. So, I would uh, definitely, you know, not use the pasteurized grape juice that you find in the store. I would juice grapes myself at home. And uh, a good uh, juicer, there's a, there's a lot of different ones. You could look into that. But we have uh, a couple of champion juicers that were bought used. So, they're very good juicers, highly recommended. Um, the, the person that has the website called DrYourself.com, Dr. Andrew W. Saul, S-A-U-L, which I really recommend that website. There's a lot of different health information on there that's amazing, too. He recommends the Champion Juicer, and he has one of those, too. So you might want to look into that. I would get a used one, an older one, instead of the newer, the new one, the new Champion Juicers. Um, you don't want to use a pasteurized juice because, you know, it's been heated, pasteurized, processed, all these things. You know, I would try to get organic grapes or if one grows the organic grapes themselves. Um, I have read Concord grapes would be really good to use, probably the best ones to use. But who knows, there's probably a lot of different grapes. Um, my family has grown Scuppernongs in the south, in South Georgia and muscadine grapes, a lot of those for years, and a lot of people there have those kind. So there could be all kind of different things in different grapes that would heal a lot of different conditions too. So, you know, I would I would uh, probably, you know, I think it's a good thing to eat grapes and to, to drink the juice from grapes that you juice at home yourself. But just, you know, you wouldn't want to use those that have been um, genetically modified if they even do that. I don't know if they do, but I would just try to, you know, go the organic route and get, you know, the best I could. Heirloom varieties, etc. And, uh, you know, not any that have been sprayed with Roundup or n and nothing that's been sprayed with Roundup or that is grown with Roundup ready Terminator seeds or anything like that. Um, I would stay away from all that. And Roundup glyphosate does cause cancer. So, and it gives in the groundwater. It's really bad to use and to to eat things that have been sprayed with it. And it's an herbicide, um, and it's really bad for us all. So, and the Terminator seeds are are right from the pits of hell. So, you know, try not to eat anything with those either. It's grown that way. Um, try to eat things that have seeds in them that our Heavenly Father told us in the Bible He gave to us for, you know, that's for us and for our good health and everything. So they're, they're a gift from Him. 
and then we can save those seeds and we plant them. And I highly recommend that book, uh, The Six Six Sixes Are in the Seeds by Michael W. White. I urge you to go get that book and to tell others about it and these other two books I've been talking about too. Okay, so cranberries are next. Cranberries bring instant relief for asthmatic wheezing and lung spasms. One of that same doctor's patients, Dr. Schneider, he um, says that a New England farmer said his grandmother used tasty red cranberries to stop his asthmatic wheezing. She would mash them through a strainer and add some warm water and a cup of this would cause an almost immediate opening of the bronchial tubes just like adrenaline. And cranberries also could be very healing for urinary tract infections. I believe strawberries can as well. Strawberries I think are on the dirty dozen list so you would, you know, I would stick to organic strawberries whether I was just eating them or trying to heal something or whatever. But uh, the tasty red cranberries stopped this asthmatic wheezing in a New England farmer and just mashed through a strainer, added some warm water to it, and then it would cause an almost immediate opening of the bronchial tubes, just like adrenaline. Also, it might help a cat, but check with your vet, and they may say no, you know, and then you do the research and decide for yourself. But um, it may help a cat to be able to urinate that can't urinate, of course, you know, a cat can't go long, a cat cannot go long without being able to urinate. If they have like stones or crystals, they call them, that block their urethra. Um, it's like kidney stones or gallstones or something like that and it gets in their urethra where their urine comes out. It's very more common in male cats, but it can happen to female cats and I have read about it happening to female cats and they can die in a short amount of time so this is not something you want to wait around and try for days or something like that I would you know if I, I have given for instance apple cider vinegar in water and you know it threw a syringe in their mouth or even added to their food and it's helped them when they've had a urinary tract infection I've given them vitamin C as well and these have helped to heal it other times if it didn't work you know I would take them to the vet and um, sometimes it's even helped them to urinate when they couldn't and they didn't need to go to the vet. Other times they've had to go to the vet and have a catheter put in, so it just all depends. But you don't want to wait long, you know, to take them to the vet if they have that problem and they can't urinate. Maybe they have bloody urine. Um, that could be a sign that they might have a stone or stones or crystals or a crystal blocking their urethra and they cannot urinate and they can die in a short period of time because of the blockage and it will it will ruin their kidneys and you know and um, they can die so make sure and take them to the vet etc okay so then in answer to an asthma victim's prayer Mrs. VN reports at the age of four and a half my son was struck with a serious attack of asthma for no apparent reason and it lasted a week for two years after this, chronic attacks of asthma followed. We never knew when they would strike or how long they would last. Constant pediatric attention provided only temporary symptomatic relief with medication and vaporizers. And even with these, cyanosis often appeared. And I believe that on several occasions, it was only prayer that saved his life. And 
She goes on to say, we saw allergists, psychologists, which I'm totally against, you know, especially psychologists, but, you know, the allopaths in general, specialists of every kind. We were advised to get rid of the dog, to have no wool around the house, to avoid feathered pillows, but the pattern of acute chronic asthma remained unchanged. Two Christmases in a row, the child had pneumonia. By the way, vitamin C will heal that. And the second time, I was nearly ready to collapse. At this time, I went deep into prayer. I told God that I had tried and done everything I knew how to do for my son, and if there were to be an answer, it had to come from him. And something from reading came into my mind that vitamin E increases the body's ability to utilize oxygen. I figured there could be no harm in giving him 100 milligrams a day of alpha-tocopherol, and I started him as he was convalescing from pneumonia. He was six and a half years old then on this program. As of that day, 11 years ago, the attacks came to an end. We have had no more asthma and no more pneumonia. Even though we live in one of the most smog, congested areas of the country, even though I have little control over the diet that a 17 and a half year old boy consumes when he is at school or away from home, he rarely misses his supplements, which include now, now that he's 17 and a half, 200 units of vitamin E daily. Okay, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
sometimes writes me letters To look on her face, I waste the time She won't let go, gonna roll the dice Live in a grave, I start to cry I feel a pain when I look at
Countries have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from ABR. The ABR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for one forty. $49.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System.
Alright, welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne, and you're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. And you can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and check out all the different ways to listen to AVR. So I'm going to get back into all these wonderful healing things from this book here I have in my hand called Natural Medicine Foods. And it's by Rex Adams, R-E-X-A-D-A-M-S, Rex Adams. So I was telling you about grape juice and asthmatic wheezing and lung spasms, the cranberries for that, and also an asthma victim's prayer. I'm going to continue on with that. And so this uh, four-and-a-half-year-old son of, of this woman was struck with a serious attack of asthma for no apparent reason. It lasted a week. For two years after this, chronic attacks of asthma followed. They never knew when they would strike, how long they would last. They went to the pediatrician constantly, and that provided only temporary symptomatic relief with medication and vaporizers. Nowadays, I know I don't know about back then, but nowadays they give things like albuterol, which is, you know, a steroid to inhale and things like that. And they say even with these, cyanosis often appeared. And she said, I believe that on several occasions it was the only prayer that saved that little boy's life. They saw allergists, psychologists, specialists of every kind. They were advised to get rid of the dog, to have no wool around the house, to avoid feather pillows. But the pattern of acute chronic asthma remained unchanged. Two Christmases in a row, the child had pneumonia. My mom had that, by the way. And the second time, I was nearly ready to collapse. At this time, I went deep into prayer. I told God that I've tried and done everything I knew how to do for my son, and if there was to be an answer, it had to come from him. And she says, Then, something from reading came into my mind that vitamin E increases the body's ability to use oxygen. That's true. It's an oxygen transporter, as is the MSM, the organic sulfur, as is vitamin C, as is baking soda. Those are just some of the oxygen transporters that, you know, increase the body's ability to utilize oxygen and, you know, transport oxygen. So she says, I figured there could be no harm in giving him 100 milligrams daily of alpha-tocopherol, and I started him as he was convalescing from pneumonia then age six and a half on this program. As of that day, 11 years ago, the attacks came to an end. We have had no more asthma and no more pneumonia, even though we live in one of the most smog-congested areas of the country, even though I have little control over the diet that a 17 and a half year old boy consumes when he's away, you know, at school or away from home, he rarely misses his supplements, which include now. 200 units of vitamin E daily. Now that he's 17 and a half, he was only four and a half when he was suffering with serious attacks of asthma that lasted for a week, etc. And they tried for a long time to to find ways to get it to stop, and it, they just couldn't. So then she prayed about it, and she says that before then she thinks that prayer was the only thing that even saved his life and worked, and so she got you know. Our Heavenly Father or the Holy Ghost gave her, um, you know, the answer, and it was vitamin E, alpha tocopherol. So 
back then she gave him 100 milligrams a day when she was when he was only six and a half and then as of that day the attacks came to an end and no more asthma no more pneumonia and now that he's 17 and a half he gets 200 units of vitamin E daily she goes I'm not saying vitamin E cures asthma I'm saying that my son who is in a fair way to become crippled with this disease over a period of two years has had no further lung developments since the regular employment of alpha tocopherol in his daily diet. If vitamins, minerals, or food supplements help in any way, they are clearly miracle medicine foods for the body. And from everything I know, it's also wonderful, the vitamin E for lots of things, including heart disease, um, you know, heart problems and things like that. And if it were me and I, you know, had that asthma problem, I would also definitely use the organic sulfur, the MSM, and I would use vitamin C because I believe those would also work to heal pneumonia or asthma or allergies. Allergies, okay, all of that. The vitamin C and the MSM for allergies, for asthma, for pneumonia. So those are things that I would use as well. But always check with your licensed medical practitioner and, uh, you know, beware if you're on any kind of blood thinner. Vitamin C is a blood thinner, so is the vinegar, you know, so are a lot of other things like garlic and, and different foods and beverages, citric, citrus juices, etc. So you don't want to do anything if you're on a prescription blood thinner, which are, are usually rat poison like Coumadin. Um, you know, used as rat poison, no joke about it, no no lie, I mean, I'm telling you the truth, look it up, you know, type in rat poison coming in, of course you're going to see sites that say it's not true, that are, you know, allopathic, big pharma type, you know, liars about it, um, but then there's the true stuff out there that tells you, yeah, you know, it is, and you'll hear Wendy Wilson say the same thing about it, you know, that Coumadin is rat poison on her show. Anyway, so, miracle medicine food for instant relief of respiratory ailments is the next one. So, it says here, nerve massage can be a miracle medicine food for your lungs. Reportedly rubbing the nerve ends on various parts of the body, which lead like telephone lines to the breathing system, can cause anesthesia and blessed relief, called zone therapy neuroflexation, pointed pressure therapy, or acupressure. It may be used in the following manner, say experts. For hay fever and asthma, massage the thumb of each hand until there are no more tender spots. Do the same for the next three fingers, including the webs between. Several times a day, keep steady pressure on the thumb, first, and second finger for about 15 minutes by winding a rubber band around them, removing only to let the blood circulate. So make sure, you know, and be safe about it and you don't want to cut off your circulation or, you know, leave it on too long or do anything dumb, but that's what the book says. So, and then it says, um, for emphysema and tuberculosis, which they call TB, Massage all the fingers on both hands with a press and roll motion, also pinching the webs and the pads under the fingers. Use steady pressure to anesthetize or deaden pain. 
and a rotating motion to stimulate circulation to the lungs. Here's some reported cases. One doctor reports that whooping cough can be cured simply and easily by doing this. An ordinary case of whooping cough, which has persisted for five for weeks, can sometimes be cured in three to five minutes, he says, adding that it never fails to bring relief. Another doctor reports spectacular cures of asthma. He says that one woman had such bad attacks of bronchial asthma that she was living on drugs and could hardly sleep except for cat naps in a sitting position. With this technique, which they're calling miracle medicine food, in five minutes, for the first time in years, she was relieved of all pain and shortness of breath and no longer needed any drugs. An elderly man had emphysema for years and could hardly breathe. After using this technique, for the lungs, he was able to take his first deep breath in 20 years, instant relief. And that was just acupressure, is what it's usually known by nowadays. So, And uh, I'll tell you again, it says, for hay fever and asthma, massage the thumb of each hand until there are no more tender spots. Do the same for the next three fingers, including the webs between. Several times a day, keep steady pressure on the thumb, first and second finger, for about 15 minutes by winding a rubber band around them, removing only to let the blood circulate. For emphysema and tuberculosis, massage all the fingers on both hands with a press and roll motion, also pinching the webs and the pads under the fingers. Use steady pressure to deaden pain. They say, or, you know, they call it anesthetize or deaden pain, and a rotating motion to stimulate circulation to the lungs. So it healed whooping cough, it healed asthma, and it healed emphysema, and uh, also, you know, it can heal a lot of things, I believe, from what I've read and from what this book says. So, um, another testimony here, hopeless victim cured after suffering 30 years, um, Maurice. Messaguay, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, in his book of Men and Plants, records the case of Mr. Rameau, an engineer from Paris who was suffering from chronic asthma. The man was physically exhausted. He had great difficulty breathing and had to pause every few seconds to catch his breath. Sir, he told the great French healer, I have come to you because... The doctors openly admit they can do nothing for me. I have already consulted all the top men in the medical profession. I've been a chronic asthmatic for over 30 years, he continued, ever since I was gassed in the war. My really bad attacks are so fierce that I've never been able to take up any employment. And when I'm not having an attack, I'm in a state of suffocation. I have to sleep sitting bolt upright in a chair. And there are days when I can't even take a step up from the street to the sidewalk. It takes so much effort and courage and willpower just to go on living that I've more than once thought of putting an end to it. Messaguay agreed to treat the man with his famous macerations. Listed in the book is a remedy for asthma. The book is Of Men and Plants. That's a book I would try to get. I do not have that book, but I want to get it. So this person, Maurice Messaguay, is very, very famous for his healing cures and all that. So listed in the book is a remedy for asthma, 
the prime ingredient of which is garlic. Three months after his visit, Mr. Rameau declared, Now I really dare believe I'm cured. My condition is so improved that I think I can go back to work. Hadn't been able to work for years, for for years. He suffered for over 30 years, and he didn't even want to live. He was suffering so bad. He was gassed in the war and could barely breathe. He was in a state of suffocation. He couldn't work. Uh, you know, the attacks were so bad. And he had to sleep upright in a chair, couldn't even step from the street to the sidewalk, on and on it goes. So he did the thing that Messaguay told him, that uh, the Maurice Messaguay wrote about of men and plants. And he visited that man and did the things that he told him to do. And one of the chief things was using garlic, and it's called macerations, he called it. And I believe he learned it from his dad, Messaguay did. And he's apparently healed a lot of people that have done this or visited him and, and you know, done what he said or done it while they were there with him. And so he said that his condition is so improved. he He's cured, and he can go back to work now. So... That book is called Of Men and Plants, Maurice Messaguay, and that's M-E-S-S-E-G-U-E. And his first name is Maurice, M-A-U-R-I-C-E, Maurice Messaguay, Of Men and Plants. So I would be trying to get that book, and I'm going to try to get it if I can. So then, here is an age-old remedy for breathing problems. Garlic is reportedly the oldest, safest, and surest remedy for asthma, bronchitis, and other respiratory ailments. For centuries, the Chinese, Greeks, and Egyptians all claimed that garlic cured infections of the respiratory tract. Dioscorides, a Greek physician who accompanied the Roman soldiers as their official doctor in the 2nd century, specified garlic for all lung disorders. Remember I told you the lady that healed her lung disorder, her lung infection, it was so bad they told her she was going to die. In three days she healed it with garlic by eating like 50 cloves of garlic. Pliny, the first century Roman naturalist, maintained that garlic cured consumption, which is also known as TB or tuberculosis. Down through the ages, garlic's reputation as an aid to breathing has persisted. And that is because of garlic's proven antiseptic germicidal powers. Grated garlic placed near the most vicious germs will kill them all in five minutes. Typhoid, cholera, polio, TB, tuberculosis, even leprosy and gonorrhea have all been stopped dead in their tracks by garlic. Against garlic, cold, flu, virus, and allergy germs don't stand a chance. In addition, the ethers of garlic are so potent and penetrating, they dissolve mucus in the sinuses, bronchial tubes, and lungs. As one woman stated, it was from an herb book that I learned about the wonders of garlic and cleared up pneumonia congestion in my lungs when antibiotics failed. It is truly poor man's penicillin. So we all should be planting garlic if we have not, you know, and keep planting it. And for those times when we can't, you know, if you're a person that goes to the doctor and goes the allopathic route and takes drugs and all that, I think you would, you know, if it were me, I'd be met, I would be, I would be using garlic and all these other things that our Heavenly Father gave us instead. Okay, we'll be back with another hour. Don't go anywhere. Well, I'll you in the bottom. 
food prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
Welcome back to New World Order Info. And it's the second hour of my live show tonight on Monday, May 16th, 2016. And I'm Melissa Roxanne. You're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and join us in the chat room. And I'm giving you information tonight from a book that I started reading to you last week on my show. So if you did not hear it last week, go download that. If you want to hear it from the audio archives, go to our website and then just look for my show, New World Order Info. And you can easily download it. Just make sure you change the name when you save the file to wherever you save it to, a flash drive, your hard drive, or whatever. And otherwise, you're going to lose that file later the next time you download my show because they're named the same every week by Frank, so it's up to you to just change the name. And he does post that on the Audio Archive site so that you'll know. So hopefully you'll take heed to that. And if you don't understand how to do that, ask somebody that does or come to the chat room and we'll try to help you know how to do it. Um, And so I looked during the break because I'm talking about this this herbalist, um, apparently he's Europe's most celebrated healer. They're referring to him as that when I look online and stuff like that. So there is a book available, like I told you. Um, it's called, of. let me see, did I get it right? It is called Of Men and Plants. And he also wrote other books that are available. I just, I just typed in Of Men and Plants in quotes. And I just clicked on quickly because I didn't have much time before this, you know, break ended. But it's available on Amazon.com. That book is used. They have 23 different copies of it from $4.94 and new from $28 and change. Um, Then there's also some other books by the same man, apparently, um, of People and Plants, the Autobiography of... Europe's Most Celebrated Healer, Maurice Messigway. Um, the other one is Maurice Messigway's Way to Heal, Way to Natural Health and Beauty is another one. Um, Health Secret of Secrets of Plants and Herbs is another one he wrote. Um, and then A Kitchen Herbal, Making the Most of Herbs for Cookery and Health, Maurice Messigway. So those are just some of the ones. I don't know if there's more, but those are the ones available on Amazon, apparently, um, that also, you know, people are buying. And the book that I told you about that I'm reading from here that I highly recommend called Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams, it is available on Amazon. And all these books are rated well, from what I see, you know. Um, I'm going to see what it says here. Miracle Medicine Foods. They have um, apparently 156 used ones. They say that they're one cent. So I don't know. I've never bought a one cent book before on Amazon or anything. So you might want to look into that before you do so. I don't know what the shipping is. It's probably pretty low. But anyway, then they have 15 new copies from 8.95 of this book I have here that I highly recommend. So you might want to check Amazon dot com for Miracle Medicine Foods and those other books by Maurice Messaguay. I may be mispronouncing his name. He's French or was. I don't even know if he's still alive or not. But anyway, so those are some books you might want to get. There's also a lot of other books here. 
um, that, you know, are similar things. Here's one called, I don't know anything about it, but it says, Miracle Food Cures from the Bible by Reese Dubin, D-U-B-I-N. I'm seeing here on the bottom of the page. For customers who bought this item, Miracle Medicine Foods that I'm reading, they also bought that book and the one, the ones from Maurice Messigway. Um, they bought Dr. Mark Circus's book, which I highly recommend. I don't have it, but I know his information is really good. Now, I don't agree with any new agey type stuff in any of these books, if there's anything like that. But, you know, all the, the things that are not like that, you know. And there, there is a couple things or two or three things I've seen in this Miracle Medicine book like that. Like, you know, they talk about... Uh, visualization to heal uh, in a couple of paragraphs or so. Um, they say that it cures everything and you know, then I, I believe in the power of prayer instead of visualization. Um, and then they talk about um, there's one that talks about astral power which I have no idea what that even means. I know all about the the astral plane and all that garbage, you know, New Age stuff, which I'm totally against it. But, you know, they call it astral power. Um, I'm, I'm not recommending any of that, and I don't agree with that. Um, and then there's another one where they talk about um, the cure for incurable ailments, and it's a book about metaphysical healing. I think I had that book a long time ago when I used to be into the New Age, which now I know... That's totally satanic from the pits of hell, so I rebuke it all, and I, I don't agree with any of that. So, anyway, the rest of the book, from what I've seen, and I haven't read every page of it, you know, I've just been, like, flipping around, reading a lot of different things in it, is just more the, the natural cures and different things to cure things that aren't, have nothing to do with that. So, but anyway, uh, Sodium Bicarbonate is so baking soda, and that's a book by... Um, Dr. Mark Circus. I've talked about him on my show. I've played audio interviews of him on my show. Um, you know, and he has, he lives, I believe, still in Brazil. And he's got a lot of good information. So I would, if I were you, look up his name and uh, go to his website. You know, it's Dr. Mark Circus, like, you know, circus with animals and clowns and all that, but it's with an S instead of a C. Dr. Mark Circus, S I R C U S. So here's his book, Sodium Bicarbonate, Nature's Unique First Aid Remedy. He's got a lot of good information about that. He's got a lot of good information about magnesium, magnesium chloride, also known as magnesium oil. You can go to YouTube and listen to his interviews. Type in magnesium um, circus, Dr. Mark Circus, or baking soda, Dr. Mark Circus on Google or YouTube, and you'll find a lot of good information, which I've given a lot of that to you in the past, but, you know, it's good to hear it again and save it to your hard drive, etc. Um, maybe get his book, you know, which I'd like to get. And, yeah, he he seems to be into some New Age stuff, though, so I don't agree with that. You know, he talks about color therapy in, in one of his interviews that I heard, you know. Uh, I don't agree with that kind of, you know, New age type stuff. Um, but he talks about bathing his children in you know, a tub with magnesium oil, which, and, you know, it's like magnesium sulfate is Epsom salt, and magnesium chloride is, like, more potent, um, and it's it's oily, 
so they call it magnesium oil even though there's no real oil in it and so he talks about people being healed with that and sick children getting into baths with baking soda and and the magnesium oil and things like that when they're sick from you know children to just who at whatever their age and all of the people that he treats his his patients and he moved I think out of the country because you know they would go after him for his protocol but his protocol involves you know he makes all of his patients do the magnesium oil baking soda and there may be another thing I can't remember but I know that he you know also helps people that have cancer but you know he charges a lot of money just so you know but you might just get his books and read his information and if you want to have a consultation with him or something just you know talk to him about that but anyway he's got a lot of good info and then there's one I've shared with you the information from here it's another book called The Magnesium Miracle by Dr. Carolyn Dean she's got some good information too about magnesium um, and that's where I learned that I've listened to her interviews too and I've played those on on my show or had Frank do that but um, she talks about magnesium oxide is only 4% bioavailable. So your body's only going to be able to use 4% of the magnesium oxide that you take. And that's what a lot of supplements for magnesium have in them is magnesium oxide. So basically it causes like diarrhea a lot. And Epsom salt is another thing that can, you know, be taken if one needs a laxative, you know, in water. So you can read about that or look on the container and all that. Um, so those those are some books, you know, that I, I think would be good to get. And there's others as well. That, that Metaphysical Healing book is listed here, too. I wouldn't recommend getting that one. You know, Metaphysics, I don't believe any of that. That, to me, is, is New Age and Satanic. So anyway, um, so getting back to this book, Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams here. So we're still talking about... Maurice Messaguay, okay, and how, you know, he healed a lot of people. So, 90% relief was reported among the best results that Messaguay, the great French herbalist, has achieved are cases of asthma, bronchitis, and other respiratory ailments. Messaguay himself does not care much for statistics, but one of Messaguay's colleagues spent countless hours tabulating the results of Mezegui's treatments for respiratory ailments the record shows. Ailment, asthma, cured 60%, improved 30%, unknown 10%, bronchitis, cured 10%, improved 80%, unknown 10%, emphysema, cured 10%, improved 70%, unknown 20%. And it looks like his book of Men and Plants by Maurice Mezeguay came out in 1972. And then it was republished in 1973. So, and it's probably been republished since then many times. The cure, which involves garlic, was learned from Mezeguay's father, Camille. He was successful in his treatment of asthma, states Mezeguay, which in those days could be traced to simpler causes. Nowadays, Air, water, and food are polluted by chemicals which we then breathe or swallow. And heck yeah, now it's way worse than it was when this book was 
published. So with the chemtrails and Fukushima, the radiation and, you know, all the the ways they're targeting us, Satan and his minions are targeting us, it's even worse. So it says, my father used to treat asthma with foot baths. So Medigwe's father, Camille, he learned these things from him. He would drop what he called his macerations into three or four liters of water and his patients would soak their feet in this for quite a time. I would think he used, you know, a mortal and pestle. Um, so, you know, were you just basically pulverized the ingredients, the herbs or whatever it is, and then, you know, he made foot baths for his patients. In three to four liters of water, he put those macerations in, and they would soak their feet in this for quite a time. And it says, why the feet, you ask? Why not? It doesn't really matter how you take garlic. Its penetrative powers are so strong that even when applied to the soles of the feet, its odor is exhaled by the lungs within an hour. And I've told you about, you know, on my show, other people, like a little boy that was healed, he was going to die, most likely, and... Dr. John Christopher, the famous herbalist, went and visited him, and I don't know why, I don't know what was the reason, but they didn't have water for some reason, so they got the water from the back of the toilet tank, the clean water, you know, from the back of the tank, from the inside of the tank on the back of the toilet, and they used it, and they made a garlic poultice, and they put it on this little boy's feet, and it healed him in no time, and, you know, he had to travel to where they were to do this, but so you know, and then there's there's all kinds of you know people that use different things on the feet for healing, and you can you know use foot baths and different things like that. They they can be used to heal different ailments, and you know another thing that can be good to heal. Um, for instance, athlete's foot is athlete's feet is uh, coconut oil could be rubbed onto the feet. I would use the extra virgin organic cold pressed raw coconut oil, preferably in a glass container, and that can help to heal the athlete's feet. If you use like Lamisil and other, you know, over the counter type things, they ruin the liver and they're very bad. So you know they may the doctors recommend those. For different things from ringworm on on animals to you know lots of things jockage and all kinds of fungal things like athletes feet and the pharmacist told me you know these things are basically you know you could use this lamisil type stuff for any of those and you can use it for ringworm on cats you know because that's why I was asking him at the time but I didn't use it because I, I learned from researching it that that and all the other things like the the pharmacists and the allopaths recommend that are over the counter or maybe even prescription at times, they'll they're, they'll damage the liver, ruin the liver, and other problems, health problems can be caused by those. So instead, the coconut oil would work great, and also apple cider vinegar. You hear me talk about the raw, organic, unpasteurized, unfiltered with the mother or veil of the mother apple cider vinegar in a glass bottle. That's another thing for fungal issues. It's also good for bad bacterial infections or also for viral infections. So 
and fungal infections. And the coconut oil is good for so many things, even can help people with Alzheimer's or help to prevent Alzheimer's or dementia. Coconut oil can be used for that and, and so many other things. There's books about coconut oil. You could look for a book by Dr. Bruce Fife, F-I-F-E, about coconut oil, for instance. He probably has more than one book. That would be some good information right there. Um, and the baking soda is also antifungal, too, and it's great for colds and flu. Saved lots of people's lives in the Spanish flu that killed maybe hundred, like a hundred million people worldwide in the early, you know, I don't know, 1920-ish or so around there. For several years, there was an epidemic of the Spanish flu that killed maybe a hundred million people worldwide. But those that used the baking soda in water, their lives were saved. So I've covered that on my show in the past. You might want to look into that and stock up on all these things too and the books and everything else so and the information you can get free online videos you can download from youtube and elsewhere etc save those to your hard drive so let's see my father used to treat asthma with foot baths it says he would drop what he called his macerations into three or four liters of water and his patients would soak their feet in this for quite a time why the feet you ask why not it doesn't really matter how you take garlic. Its penetrative powers are so strong that even when applied to the soles of the feet, its odor is exhaled by the lungs within an hour. And garlic is antifungal too. Antibacterial, antiviral, antiseptic, and on and on it goes. So basic preparations for allergies, asthma, bronchitis, and emphysema, Mesaguay uses garlic in large doses. Remember, it's a blood thinner. So is uh, the vinegar, by the way, and vitamin C and other things. In combination with other herbs, he uses a lot of garlic, large doses of garlic, and spices, all available without prescription at most health stores and herbal pharmacies, or you can get them online nowadays or grow them yourself, etc. There's places around here where we live that would be, you know, that would have these type of things available, like Williams, Oregon, and... Uh, different places around here I know that have, you know, that grow a lot of herbs and things like that. And you can also get different tinctures from Wendy Wilson on uh, Herb Talk Live for a show, you know. Visit her website, herbtalklive.com, apothecaryherbs.com, thepowerherbs.com, etc. But, so he says, these applications are for external use only. Foot baths, hand soaks, hip compresses, compresses, and are not to be eaten or taken internally. All of Mesaguay's treatments include the following basic preparations. Dried roots should be crushed. Semi-fresh roots should be grated. Fresh plants should be chopped. Garlic should be crushed. He warns the user to follow the exact dosages given. Otherwise, the plants give undesirable and sometimes disagreeable effects. They're not to be eaten or taken internally. So. Just keep that in mind. Now, you can eat garlic, but as far as the treatments that he's talking about, foot baths and different things, you know, they're, they're not to be eaten. So, for foot and hand baths, boil two quarts of water and allow to stand for five minutes. Add to this a half a pint of crushed or chopped plants and let macerate for four or five hours, protected from dust. Then pour into a clean bottle. Never use a metal container, he says. Never use a metal container. I would use a glass bottle. 
and preferably a dark glass bottle when I went to store them in a dark cabinet, you know. The resultant preparation can be used for eight days without boiling or adding more water. So then for allergies, this is what he recommends, garlic, one crushed head, single seed hawthorn, the blossom, one handful of that, greater celandine, and that's C-E-L-A-N-D-I-N-E, flowers and stems if possible, semi-fresh, one handful, couch grass, roots, one handful, couch like a sofa couch, couch grass. Um, common broom, like a broom you sweep with, flowers, one handful, sage, leaves, one handful, linden, L-I-N-D-E-N, the blossoms, one handful, use in foot and hand baths, it says. And then we'll talk about asthma, bronchial diseases, emphysema, foot and hand baths for these, and other things related to this man and the wonderful healing remedies that he and his dad had, you know, and healed a lot of people with. So we'll be back after the break with the last part of my show. Don't go anywhere. I'd catch that train, man. That train my baby's on.
shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
right, welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne, and it's the last part of my live show tonight on Monday, May 16th, 2016. You're still listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and check out all the different ways to listen to AVR and our news articles and our chat room, our superstore, all kinds of good stuff on there our audio archives, etc. So, okay, so I was telling you about Maurice Messaguay and his healing remedies and his dad's sorry, his dad's healing remedies. His dad was named Camille. So he's this famous French herbalist and apparently his dad, you know, taught him a lot too. So we're talking about foot and hand baths for different herbs and different things to heal different things, things that I would try if I had any of these problems, so, okay, now for, let's see, asthma, we're going to move on to now, so, to make a foot or hand bath, use it in foot and hand baths, I would do, Um, it says garlic, one large crushed head, now, keep in mind, the elephant garlic, like I've always told you, is not as potent as the smaller, you know, heads of garlic, so, And uh, then there's corn poppy, corn, C-O-R-N, poppy, P-O-P-P-Y, flowers and capsules, one handful, lavender, flowers, one handful, ground ivy, leaves, one handful, parsley, leaves, one handful, sage, flowers, one handful, thyme, flowers, one handful. And those are to be used in foot and hand baths. Mesaguay advises that since asthma stems from a variety of allergies, you should follow your doctor's advice. While this preparation can bring relief during an attack, it is not necessarily a cure. Okay, bronchial disease is next. Garlic, one large crushed head. Barrage, B-O-R-A-G-E. Flowers and leaves, one handful. Cabbage, fresh leaves of cabbage, the vegetable, one handful, or corn poppy, flowers and capsules, one handful. And then they use watercress, fresh leaves leaves of watercress, one bunch, sage, flowers, one handful, sweet violet, flowers, one handful. So that's to be used. I would use it, and this is how Mesaguay used it, and I don't know if he's still alive or not, but use in foot and hand baths. In cases of bronchial and pulmonary catara, C-A-T-A-R-R-H, lung, it's a lung issue, the treatment is the same as above. Okay, next is for emphysema. Garlic, one large crushed head, single seed hawthorn, blossom, one handful, ground ivy, leaves, one handful, sage, flowers and leaves, one handful, thyme, leaves, one handful, use in foot and hand baths. And apparently it says the macerations, which are these herbs and such, flowers and different things, leaves, um, they are dropped 
into three or four liters of water and his patients would soak their feet in this for quite a time, but they can also be used as hand baths to soak the hands in. And it says, you know, it doesn't really matter how one takes the garlic, its penetrative powers are so strong that even when applied to the soles of the feet, its odor is exhaled by the lungs within an hour. So he used large doses of garlic with, you know, in combination with other herbs and spices for allergies, asthma, bronchitis, emphysema, bronchial diseases, lots of different things. And it says, um, let's see, now how to prepare it. It says, all of his treatments include the following basic preparations. Remember, they're not to be eaten or taken internally. Dried roots should be crushed. Semi-fresh roots should be grated. Fresh plants should be chopped. Garlic should be crushed. He warns the user to follow the exact dosages given, otherwise the plants give undesirable and sometimes disagreeable effects. For foot and hand baths, boil two quarts of water. I would try to use, you know, not any kind of water that had chlorine or fluoride or fluorine in it, but use, you know, some really good water. And allow to stand for five minutes. Add to this a half a pint of crushed or chopped plants and let macerate. So let the plants just soak in that water for four or five hours, protected from dust. Then pour into a clean bottle. Never use a metal container. I would use a glass one. And he says don't use a metal container. The resultant preparation can be used for eight days without boiling or adding more water. Okay. Now, so reported results. On a lecture tour in Morocco, Mezaguay was challenged by one of the doctors at a medical convention and offered to treat an asthma patient deemed incurable. The patient was to accompany Mezaguay back to France, where he would be treated at Mezaguay's expense and then returned to be examined by a panel of doctors. The patient was a hairdresser, Narcos Marciano, father of five children who was suffering from such severe chronic asthma that work had become impossible. His acute attacks were so serious that the last one had nearly killed him. His case was desperate. The man was in fact so incredibly ill that Mezaguay thought he was dying. His skin had lost all its elasticity. By the way, that vitamin C helps with that, with collagen. It helps to build collagen. You can't build it without vitamin C. And you need collagen to hold your entire body together and your teeth and bones and all these things. His uh, skin had lost all its elasticity. It stuck together when pinched. Sounds like he was dehydrated, too. The journey to France was a nightmare. Mezaguay recalls, the poor wretch had to be so careful not to waste any of what life he still had left that he made not the slightest movement. He even kept his eyes shut. So he journeyed to France with Mezaguay, this man did. And he was basically almost at death's door, or was at death's door. Then he was completely cured. Two months later, he says, I took him back to Casablanca, completely cured, says Mezaguay. And he has had no more attacks to this day. Since then, the doctors in Morocco have sent me every asthmatic who has failed to respond 
to traditional treatment, meaning drugs and steroids, etc. So I would much rather do the herb thing and the garlic and all these different, you know, plants, etc. and herbs than any kind of steroids or allopathic drugs. Okay, so then another case, cured in five days. In another case, a Mr. Payro, P-E-Y-R-O-T, gave this testimony, or Payrot, I don't know how you say it. I had consulted more than 12 French and Swiss medical practitioners, all capable men, but none of them was able to relieve my attacks of asthma. I was suffocating day and night, and Maurice Messigway cured me in five days. Here's a doctor admitting cure. Dr. Kreps, K-R-E-P-S, a surgeon and professor at Basel University, states, It is my duty to tell you that this man, Mezeguay, cured my own wife, who had always suffered from chronic asthma, against which we were powerless. A direct quote from Dr. Kreps, a surgeon and professor at Basel University. His wife was healed from chronic asthma. There's nothing that he or others could do for her. So, Mezeguay's, you know, treatment healed her. And, let's see. How garlic works to cut phlegm and fight infection. Here's another testimonial. One of Mezeguay's patients, a Mr. Glenna, from the southern part of France states, I kept getting lung abscesses as fast as one would heal, another would return. The doctors had more than given me up. The last two doctors had told me there was no hope, and my wife was already preparing to go into mourning when her sister, who lives in Nice, told her that Mr. Mezeguay was performing miracles with his plants. I believe in herbs myself. He gave me poultices and foot baths, and my doctor in Minton had to admit that I was cured. So he kept getting lung abscesses. As soon as one healed, another came, you know, in its place. The doctors had given them, him up totally, told him there was no hope, and, you know, basically he was going to die. So he was healed with this mesoglase herbs and, uh, you know, foot and hand baths. But it says poultices and foot baths here. And then the next part is what i told you you know that i don't agree with the miracle of metaphysical healing they talk about that they talk about meditation you know and i, I don't agree with that where you just you know think about a, a nonsense a non-thought or a nonsense word like whatever it is over and over and over you know like and or humming om and all that kind of junk um so they they talk about that in this book. I, I'm against that. I don't agree with it. Um, I don't agree with transcendental meditation or any of that garbage either. Um, let's see. And then there's the the astral healing and all this junk, which I don't agree with either. Anything metaphysical or anything new agey or satanic like that. So I'm turning the page. All right. Miracle Medicine Foods for Heart, Veins, and High Blood Pressure is going to be next. The next chapter, chapter 3, in this book called Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams. In his book, The Low-Fat Way to Health and Longer Life, Lester M. Morrison, M.D., writes, Now I'm going to tell you about one of the most important nutritional supplements developed in the last 50 years. Make a careful note of it and of how it is to be used as described in these pages. 
The least it can do for you is to improve your health and give you added vitality, and it may help save your life. He goes on to describe soybean lecithin. Soybeans contain the miracle medicine food lecithin, an unsaturated fatty acid. And by the way, that's how um, the liposomal vitamin C is made with lecithin from soybeans. And I would definitely be using non-genetically modified, non-GM soybeans that were organic. Okay, so soybean lecithin has been found to clean out veins and arteries, dissolve the gooey sludge cholesterol, and thus increase circulation, relieve heart, vein, and artery problems, soothe the liver and gallbladder, bile and gallstones contain cholesterol, relieve anemia, kidney disorders, eczema, psoriasis, and some forms of arthritis. It has cured many diabetics, cured brain clots, brain clots, strokes, paralyzed legs, hands, and arms. Dr. Morrison, his name is Lester M. Morrison, MD. Dr. Morrison says that lecithin is an essential constituent of all living cells and plays a vital role. After more than 10 years of intense experimentation, he says that lecithin is the best of all cholesterol-reducing agents tested and can prevent heart and blood vessel disease. Atherosclerotic plaques are dissolved and removed by lecithin, he says, and soybean lecithin is able to prevent blood clotting in the arteries. In those who used it, scientists found evidence of increased immunity against virus infections, including immunity against pneumonia. Dr. Morrison says he is certain that lecithin is one of our most powerful weapons against disease and an especially valuable bulwark against development of hardening of the arteries and all the complications of heart, brain, and kidney that follow. He calls it the most valuable of all food oils. I would say coconut oil is another fantastic one and olive oil as well. Dr. Morrison places lecithin at the top of the list in a heart and vitamin E oil, which isn't really a food oil, but, you know, it's a great oil. So he places lecithin, lecithin at the top of the list in a heart food program of lean meats, soft fats, which mean those that are liquid at room temperature, such as most vegetable oils, which mm, I don't really agree with, you know, that, especially nowadays because they're just genetically modified garbage. But I would be using organic, you know, if but I, I just wouldn't be using those at all. I would be using the coconut oil, you know, maybe the olive oil and the the you know, non genetically modified soybean oil, organic, you know, everything organic, no GM anything. Um and then it says fish, poultry, fresh fruits and vegetables, all cooked or dry cereals. Beware because they're spraying glyphosate on these different cereals, you know, and oatmeal and different things, um, and so many other things as well. And then the fish could definitely have mercury. The poultry could have arsenic. You just have to be aware of these things. So, you know, get the organic stuff. Whole wheat bread. There's a book called Wheat Belly. A lot of people are against that, and it's a lot of the wheat's being genetically modified too, so keep that in mind. Most natural syrups and honey and fat-free beverages. Fat-free beverages, I don't know what he means by that, but 
I'm not for fat-free processed foods and beverages and stuff, so. But um, he says to include lecithin with certain powerful heart food supplements at mealtime. In a five-step program as follows. One, take two to four tablespoons of soybean lecithin at breakfast. Two, add the most powerful dose of B-complex vitamins you can get in tablet form. Follow the instructions on the label, but ask your dealer for the best brand. Three, take at least 25,000 units of vitamin A and 150 milligrams of vitamin C daily. Four, take two tablespoons of soybean oil, corn oil, or safflower oil daily as salad dressing or with tomato or fruit juice. If I was going to use tomatoes, it'd be fresh tomato juice, fresh fruit juice at home, juiced, you know, myself, not pasteurized, etc. Five, include two to four tablespoons of whole wheat germ each day with cereal or salad. Soybean lecithin is available in capsule, liquid, or powder form at health stores everywhere. It is a prime ingredient in Dr. Morrison's low-fat way to better health and longer life, along with sensible weight reduction and moderate exercise. I will share with you the cures on my next show from the soybean lecithin and this type of, you know, recommended program that he talks about what to eat and drink, etc. So it's about time to end my show tonight. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you will get those books that I recommended. Go listen to the Dr. Mark Circus interviews, look into the baking soda, magnesium, um, you know, things he talks about. Um, go to the website I gave you, which is uh, uh, DrYourself.com, Dr. Andrew W. Thal. Get these books called Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams, Foods That Heal by Maureen Salomon of Men and Plants by Maurice Messigway, and other books by him that I told you about. So I, I don't have those books yet, but I would like to get them. So anyway, coming up next is live to our live shows of the owner of AVR, Frank Steffen. And if it is Friday, you're going to hear after my repeat of this show on Friday, you'll hear Survival Time. Fantastic show, too. So stick around. Nothing, you know, no matter what it is, it's a great show. And have a wonderful night.
Space Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere 
with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
right. Good evening, all. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It's Monday, May 16th, 2016. And let's see, it's about, oh, nine and a half minutes after 8 p.m. Pacific time. And if that's what it is where you're at, we are, in fact, live. That means you can call in 800. Uh, Let's see. Now, you know, let me, it is Monday night, and this is the first hour, okay? Monday nights is two-hour extravaganza. (laughs) And um, the second hour, we don't take calls, okay? So if you're going to call, do it in the first hour, all right? Hey, it's not me. It's my co-host would rather, you know, he's on once a week, so he'd rather do the show, okay, rather than field calls. Me, I'll field calls. I don't care. You know, I've got things, I, you know, to talk about here, but hey, if you've got something else to talk about, fine. And if I get tired of hearing about it, I'll just say goodbye, and we'll go back to talking about what I want to talk about. But... 800-932-1980 is the number if you want to call in, and you don't have to call in to get on the show. Well, you kind of do to get on the show, but to get your views on the show, you can go to the chat room. The chat room is located at our website, theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. And, uh, you know... You go in there, and uh, you'll see the chat link over on the left-hand side. Click that, pick a name, pick a password, you're in there. Anywho, Yahoo Instant Messenger appears to be working. So, you can use that if you have that. And if you have Yahoo Mail, you have that. You might not know that, but if you have Yahoo Mail, you do have that. I didn't know I had that on there, but it's there. And if you have Yahoo Mail, you have that. So... My screen name is AVRN Talk. All right, enough of that. Uh, let's see here. Okay, you know, I, I am really going to start most of the show where I said I would, uh, which is I'm trying to figure out where exactly that was. Hmm, was it the EMP thing? Oh, yes, EMP attack will kill 90% of U.S. population. Yeah, you know, you'd think that would be major news, but I guess not. You know, I don't I don't see it on, you know, I don't even see it on Drudge. But speaking of Drudge, now I did get this story from Drudge, and I had read this story last week. Now, and then I don't think I, I did not talk about this on the air because, you know, I found it, it reeked, okay, it reeked of a hoax right off the bat. And now it comes out that it is a hoax. And, you know, I want you all to just take this as one more example of what a bunch of nasty little weasels homosexuals actually are. All right? They are... The vindictive, you know, uh, 
they are the worst of both sexes, put it that way. They are every negative aspect of a woman. You know, the vindictive, nasty, you know, you know, though, the vindictiveness women can have. Mixed with the violence and, and just, uh, you know, all the other things men have bad, okay? Because men and women both have bad things that are not exclusive to them, but uh, they excel in it, okay? And homos are the worst of both, is what they are. You know, they're like uh, uh, some experiment gone bad where you figured, well, I'm going to, hey, there's good of this and there's good of that. I'm going to combine them and, oops, the experiment went bad and what you ended up with is the worst from both sides. That's a homo, okay? I don't care if they like it or not. Austin, Texas. And I know, it's like, Anybody says Texas, you think, homo, Texas? Well, how can that be? Well, uh, Austin, Texas, okay? We hear a lot about, you know, uh, uh, Texas wants to uh, secede from the Union, which I can't blame any state for wanting out of this mess. But while Texas secedes from the Union, it, it may as well uh, burn Austin to the ground while it's at it, because Austin, Texas is every bit as bad as Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah, every bit is liberal, every bit is terrible. Austin, Texas is a horrible... I mean, it's a nice-looking place, and they have nice buildings because, well, they've robbed all the Texas in a big, huge state to make a pretty little city for all the liberals. Is what they've done. And, boy, they've got one nasty police force in Austin, Texas, too. And I don't mean nasty in a good way, like they keep crime down. I mean nasty as in they they go after things that are not doing anybody any harm, but, oh, it's bad for our little liberal. We don't want to see these things. Like, you homeless people. So we'll have to beat your heads in and throw you in a cage because we don't want our little liberal sensibilities damaged by having to see you on the street and realize that our little, uh, you know, communist utopia doesn't actually work. <laughs> anyway, so a homo in uh, Austin, Texas, who calls himself a pastor, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, the homo who said an employee at Whole Foods Incorporated wrote a homophobic slur on the cake has withdrawn his lawsuit and now says the company did nothing wrong. You know, this guy should be punished for this, and he's not going to be because he's a homo. Jordan Brown is his name, made the initial allegations more than three weeks ago. The open, openly homo supposed calling himself pastor, said at the time, so he's not only a homo, he's a liar and bears false witness. Wow, this is great. Wouldn't you want to have a pastor like that? Said at the same time he ordered a cake with the phrase, love wins on it, and instead got a cake with that phrase and a homophobic slur on it. See, when, when he was making his allegations, they had no problem telling you what the homophobic slur was, okay? They had no trouble showing you pictures that he took of the cake with the homophobic slur on it, which was fag. 
Okay, but now they don't want to say it because now it turns out he was lying. He was lying and tried to damage other people with his lies. <laughs> Whole Foods has now dropped its countersuit because, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of Whole Foods because they're liars also. You know, they acted like, well, yeah, we, we got, you know, they got so much genetically modified crap in that store that it's not even funny. Whole Foods is nothing but a trendy little click store where the food, you know what, we've got a better organic selection at our local Sherm's Food for Less warehouse looking place than Whole Foods the trendy little click store has, all right? And it's cheaper, way cheaper. Now, hey, organic food is more expensive than, you know, the regular food everywhere, but, uh, the organic food is cheaper than the organic food at Whole Foods, guarantee ya. But anyway, so to Whole Foods credit, I have to give credit where credit's due, is they immediately countersued. Okay? They countersued. Now, tomorrow is Tuesday. For those of you completely out of touch, <laughs> that was a big help, huh? Anyway, tomorrow's Tuesday, and Tuesdays, uh, I am a a co-host, guest, with Al Adask, and we sometimes do talk about countersuit. Now, neither one of us have actually done one. So we don't have any, you know, specifics about, well, this is what I did uh, about it. But now Whole Foods actually filed a countersuit against this guy. They didn't sit back and say, yeah, okay, well, see in court, we'll, we'll defend. No, they countersued. But now Whole Foods has dropped their countersuit after, quote, the truth has come to light, according to a statement from the company. So all's forgiven. We had to spend thousands of bucks getting a lawyer and filing this countersuit, but now it's okay because he was a homo. Brown said in a statement Monday morning that he was wrong to pursue this matter and use the media to perpetrate the story. Wrong to pursue this matter? There was no matter. He made up the matter. You mean you were wrong to lie? You were wrong to bear false witness? You're a pastor. Don't these phrases come to mind when you think about what you did? I want to apologize to Whole Foods and its team members for questioning the company's commitment to its values. What values are those? Are you telling me that Whole Foods supports homos? And especially the Baker associate, who I understand was put in a terrible position because of my actions. <laughs> he continued, I apologize to the LB, LGBT community for diverting attention from real issues. I also want to apologize to my partner, my family, my church, my family, and my attorney. Hey, wait a minute. Remember, this guy says he is a pastor? You see anywhere in there where he's apologizing to God? I don't. He's apologizing to his church family. My church family. 
Brown was represented in the initial lawsuit by Austin Kaplan. Whole Foods immediately fought back against the lawsuit when it was initially filed with a countersuit. The company released surveillance videos showing Brown purchasing the cake and also said at the time that they stood behind their team member in the suit. Well, good for them. So there you go, another lying, stinking homosexual out there trying it. Now, how many times is this? Let's see. We got the lying homo saying somebody put fag on my cake when it was really him. We got black girl saying a whole lacrosse team raped her and smeared uh, feces on her, and turns out she did it all herself. But, hey, that didn't stop Al Sharpton and the boys from, uh, you know, making a big deal about it. Hmm? Can you imagine if a white straight man did anything like this? What would happen to him? All right, let's get to the EMP attack, shall we? It's no secret, or it shouldn't be, that America is under siege from multiple fronts, not the least of which is that we are on the verge of economic collapse due to the world losing faith in the dollar. It's far deeper than that, but yeah. And our open borders have made the country a ripe target for potential terrorists. Well, uh... The open borders are also contributing to the financial collapse, folks, which I had pointed out earlier today. But I will reiterate it because it is important because, you know, we focus on headlines. And you know, look, I'm not diminishing the fact to the families and, you know, the victims of illegal aliens who, you know, rape and kill and murder and do all these things to American citizens. I'm not diminishing that. I'm just saying uh, that's happening to those people, and it's terrible, and it, sh it should be stopped. However, what illegal aliens as a whole are doing to the U.S. economy is far more devastating to far more many, far more people, okay, or will be. I mean, what was it last week, week before, whenever it was? They 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 finally admit. Look, Obamacare is finished. It's not sustainable. It's not going to make it. Okay. Well, why is that? Well, health care costs keep rising. Insurance companies keep paying those rising costs. they got to raise premiums. That means the costs are all going up. Why is that? Are doctors getting raises? No, actually, doctors are not getting raises. What's happening is hospitals are all for-profit corporations. They're not the... You know, back in the day, hospitals used to be run, well, back in the day, back, back in the day, they used to be run by churches. And then they were taken over by basically non-profits who ran a hospital kind of like the post office is supposed to run, except without government leeches as uh, their employees, okay? Where, look, everybody gets paid. Doctors get their salary, nurses get their salary, the janitors get their salary, the electric company gets their payment for the bills, 
They put aside money to buy new equipment. All that stuff gets paid. Everything gets paid. And at the end of the day, after everything gets paid, they might have a fund to put aside, you know, a million bucks or so or whatever it is, you know, for emergencies, things that, you know, break and they got to fix right away. But for the most part, they make no profit. There is no profit engine in a hospital in the old days. It was just run. Everybody that worked there got paid. But there was no investors sitting behind a desk with a laptop cashing checks for doing nothing like there is today. Now, hospitals are run by corporations who have stockholders who want that check. And they want that check every quarter. They don't care what the heck goes on. Look, hey, I got a boat payment here. I've been sitting behind this laptop for, what, 40 minutes today. I earned it. Yeah, sure. So, corporations are legally bound to maximize profits. So they do, by whatever means they have to. Now, we have another problem with hospitals. The law says, and it's been it's been really perverted, because really the law is, if you walk into an emergency room with a life-threatening situation, they have to stabilize you, whether you can pay or not. And I, you know what? I, I think that's a good law. It's a shame we live in a in a society where that has to be actually a law. That's like making a law in Nevada and uh, Arizona and stuff that look if somebody comes and want asks you for water, you got to give it to them for free. You have to give them water. All right, I think that's a good law too. But you know, it's a shame again that we have to live in a society where these things have to be laws because you know this just is decency, don't you think? I mean, look, I don't care who you are. I don't care what color you are, what sex you are. Uh, You know, I don't care. I'm not going to ask you, well, what's your sexual preference before I help you? I might ask you, hey, you got any diseases that I need to know about, like so I can get my space suit before I uh, treat you? But uh, other than that, if you got some kind of life-threatening thing, and I'm a doctor, you know, I, I'm—I don't know, man. I—I I feel that I—I would—I would feel that I would have to help you. And after I help you, then it's like, well, how are you going to pay for this now? Oh, you're not okay. Well, you're stabilized. Get out. But see, that's not what happens. Now hospitals are like, you know, they're going to take care of you forever. Oh yeah, let's pay to send you home, and let's say, you know, whatever. Well. They still rack up the bill. They don't just say, you know, like, it ain't Little League where they say, all right, well, let's just stop keeping score. Yeah, let's just not keep score anymore. No, they still keep score. All right? They are still racking up the bill, and they're keeping track of it. And when they have a bill and they realize, well, they're not going to pay, they say, well, we lost that money, even though they really didn't lose that money because they never had that money to lose. So, But they counted as they lost it because I should have made that. Boy, I don't know how many millions of dollars I've lost in my life because, boy, I really should have had a lot more millions of dollars than I got. 
like one would be good. I, I, I wouldn't mind starting off with one. But, you know, hey, I, I've lost so many of them because, you know, I really should have had them. Wouldn't it be nice if we could all just, you know, do what the government does and what corporations do and just say, well, you know, I should have had that money, so uh, I'm going to write it off. I'm, you know, on, on hey, you folks out there that play ta- pay taxes, you know, try that sometime. Well, you know, hey, I lost it. Look, I wrote it down. I sent a bill to so-and-so. I sent a bill to Exxon, said, hey, you owe me a million bucks. They didn't pay. I lost a million bucks. See, look at that. I'm writing that off my taxes. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I bet that won't fly. But that's how hospitals do. And then their stockholders say, holy smokes, you look at all this money you lost, man. How are you going to pay us? Well, we're going to raise prices. That's what we're going to do. Well, we're going to bankrupt all the insurance companies. That's what we're going to do. Ooh, what happens then? Hey, remember, they're too big to fail. Well, what happens when too big to fail actually does fail? Well, that, you know, it, it kind of sounds like something bad would happen. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But, you know, it sure sounds like if something, you, you know, somebody says, well, it's too big to fail, and then it does fail anyway. Well, look, it failed. I thought you said it was too big to fail. Well, yeah, but, you know, well, there it is. It failed. So now what? Well, big trouble. And that's what we're headed for. Anyway, let's take a break. We'll be back in just a bit. Me. 
have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold 
gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. She'll take all your money and then she'll kick you out. I once had money in a fast Cadillac car. But I made a big mistake, left my baby know where they are. Then she took all my possessions and then she threw me out. I'll tell you what, I mean I'll tell you twice Keep an eye on your old lady any time That she goes stepping out
need more You know who that is? Why, that's my mother-in-law My baby's pretty fast But her mother's even faster on the draw Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It's still Monday, May 16, 2016, about 844 and a half out here on the Pacific Time Coast, 800-932-1980 is the call-in number. TheAmericanVoice.com or AmericanVoiceRadio.com is the website you will see. A chat link over on the left-hand side, give it a click and head on in there, pick a name, pick a password, unless you've already got one, then just put it in there and you're good to go in the chat room, socializing with other people in there or making comments and, you know, I go in there during the break and after the show and all that, I check, just check real quick while I'm doing the show to see if anybody has anything they want to include uh we were talking about the music during the uh break there and the first song was the kinks catch me now i'm falling i think that was uh apropos to what i was talking about and uh you know somebody had mentioned that sounded like a riff from uh jumpin jack flash maybe it was maybe it wasn't you know hey you know bands man what are you kidding me uh 
you know, they steal from each other. Oh, wait, did I say steal? Golly, I didn't mean steal. I meant uh, influenced by artistic blah, 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 or stealing. Okay? And, uh, look, it's only stealing if you don't give credit to anybody. You know, because, look, you want to use... I mean, look at some of the bands, man. It wouldn't even be popular bands if it wasn't for some of the old blues men that they 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 took their songs and I got to say a lot of a lot of the bands have made those songs I think are better but the basis of the song was not theirs okay you know just because I go out and put some accessories on a car and paint it a different color you know doesn't mean Ford didn't make the car okay it's still a Ford yeah, it's a dolled-up Ford. It looks a lot better, maybe, but, hey, it's still a Ford. And the same goes for all these blues songs. And, uh, you know, I, I the, the rock and roll bands that actually paid these blues men, good for them, good job, that's, that's the way to do it. The ones that just try to take them, make a million, and not give them a dime, screw you. You know, I hope you die broke. Anyway second song was Rory Gallagher, who uh, I think is another great guitar player, who is, of course, dead through medical mistake. That's right. You know, he blew up his uh, liver with, uh, you know, who knows. Uh, they say it's because, and it's probably a combination of things, but he he had a fear of flying, and that's not good for a rock star, especially somebody, a rock star in Europe, who has to fly to the United States all the time. So, they gave him this medication that, you know, uh, I guess calms you down for, you know, flying or whatever. And, uh, of course, it blows out your liver. And you add that with uh, extreme alcohol consumption on a regular, well, ongoing basis. And, uh, yeah, your liver doesn't have much of a chance of making it. And his didn't. So he went in the hospital, got a transplant, and everything went fine. And then he got MRSA, died. Thank you, hospitals, you filthy places of death. Anyway, so let's get on to the EMT attack. One crisis the country has managed to escape thus far, even though there is plenty of fear, both from our enemies and Mother Nature alike, is an EMP blast. An EMP blast is a high-energy burst of electromagnetic energy. Um, there's all kinds of articles and videos and all kinds of things online that if you you really want to understand an EMP blast and what it is and all that good stuff, you know, go online and, and put that in and you'll be able to find lots of stuff about, you know, uh, how it, you know, what it is, how it could be, you know, different ways of generating them and all that. But one way an EMP could be released would be if a nuclear weapon was detonated high in the atmosphere, even if it never came close to doing damage on land. The energy waves might completely knock out or fry any unprotected electrical system, as well as crucial automatic control systems. In the event of long-term electrical grid shutdown, there would be a cascade of catastrophic events that would sweep across the country, wiping out urban centers, 
with reports suggesting 9 out of 10 people dying within the first year. Woo, wow. So those of you who, you know, I've described this and gone through, the, you know, okay, look, uh, here's some of the things you can expect, uh, might have thought, well, geez, you know, that's pretty bad. It seems like you might be exaggerating. Well, 9 out of 10. EMP bursts also occur in nature in the form of powerful solar flares, and the U.S. was hit by one such flare in 1859. It came to be known as the Carrington Event. Something else you can look up, the Carrington event, in which telegraph lines actually caught on fire and all electricity was lost. Now, the obvious difference between then and now, hmm, what can you guess what the difference is between 1859 and now? Okay, I'll tell you. We are a little more dependent upon electricity than we were then. A major solar event, in contrast to an EMP attack, would impact the entire planet. And the subsequent power losses would lead to curtailed food and water supplies. Because uh, figure this out, folks. Whatever side of the Earth is facing the sun, and let's just say the solar flare lasts, I don't know, 24 hours. Oh, that's the whole Earth. Can you imagine the whole Earth losing electrical power? Curtailed food and water supplies, the outbreak of disease, and the breakdown of society on a global level. An attack by our enemies is possible. However, Mother Nature is just a matter of time. In recent months and years, several solar flares have come dangerously close. For a brief introduction... You know, there is a uh, a video online you can go look and, and, and see, you know, what what that, that's all about here. Um, Wall Street Journal, just so you know that this isn't, you know, it's not, well, I mean, there are, and I don't want to, you know, downgrade sites just because they're not mainstream media, okay, even though there's a lot of crazy sites out there. But even crazy sites have some good information on them. But this is from the Wall Street Journal, which is kind of a crazy site in its own regard, uh, you know, in a different way. But anyway, they say, quote, anyone who lived through a power outage remembers the annoyance of life without lights, air conditioning, TVs, computers, all the other electronic equipment on which modern society depends. Now imagine blackout that lasts for months or years. No American would necessarily die in the initial attack, but what does next is potential but what does next is potentially catastrophic. Hmm, okay. The pulse would wipe out most electronics and telecommunications, including the power grid. Millions could die for want of modern medical care or even starvation, since farmers wouldn't be able to harvest crops and distributors wouldn't be able to get food to the supermarkets. Ooh, Commissioner Lowell Wood calls an EMP attack a giant continental time machine that would move us back more than a century in technology to the late 1800s. Yep. With that horrific picture in mind, well, you know what? It depends where you live, folks. Hey, I like electricity. 
I really, really like electricity, okay? And I use it a lot. <sighs> Man, do I ever use it a lot. You should see my electric bill, I'm telling you. But anyway, yeah, so, but the thing is, uh, my life isn't going to end if the electricity goes off. However, if you live in a city, you better start thinking, okay? What if this happens? What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? Because, you know, you can head out to the country, but what are you going to do when you go out there? They're not going to have any electricity either. And most, hey, guess what? Bad news. A lot of people who live outside the city, oh, sure, you know, they might say, well, okay, good deal. I, You know, I got a yard. Maybe I even got an acre. I got a yard here. I got a nice big acre. You know, I could plant stuff of every... Okay, yeah, that's true. You can if you can live between now and when all that crop comes in. Anyway, with that horrific picture in mind, remember what happened in Fukushima, or is happening in Fukushima. With no power, eventually the diesel backup generators that cool American nuclear power plants during power outages would run out. Oh, oh. And every nuclear plant in America. Now, wait a minute. You see, you are suspecting that, for one, okay, look, backup generators that cool American nuclear power plants. If it's just an EMP, well, you know what? If those generate, if the internal things of the generator still work, uh, the turbines producing power from the nuclear power would probably still work, too. However, you got to wonder about, well, is everybody going to still go to work at the nuclear power plant? Because they're going to have problems at home, you know. Anyway, but anyway, so, uh, uh, and every nuclear power plant in America would do the same thing as we saw happen at Fukushima. See, Fukushima was physically damaged to where their generators their their turbines, okay, that the nuclear power plant produces its own electricity for, uh, they didn't work because they were physically damaged. Now, a just a uh, an EMP attack is not going to physically damage these nuclear power plants. So, if the electronics inside uh, and if the diesel generators, you know, work, you know, meaning the whole thing has to be shielded. And, you know, let's hope that a nuclear power plant's turbines inside of the nuclear power plant, let's hope they are shielded, huh? <laughs> you know, because if they're not, uh, we got other problems. Now, here is the trillion-dollar question. With a federal government that spends money like drunken sailors, see, it's the difference between the federal government and a drunken sailor is a drunken sailor is generally spending his own money, Okay. The federal government's not. Okay, they're spending your money. If the cost is only around $2 billion to secure the bulk of our major electrical infrastructure, as some have suggested, it's not too far from that number, why on earth has nothing been done? Yes, why indeed? Uh, let's see. 
What possible reason could Congress have for leaving the power grid almost completely exposed? What are the specific dangers Americans would face if an EMP blast was detonated? Take a tour of the inside top-secret Cheyenne Mountain Complex, which can withstand direct nuclear and or EMP attacks. Is there anything you can do personally to prepare should an EMP attack ever happen? Well, this goes on, and I'm running out of time. Congress approves more than $2 billion to watch snails mate on treadmills every year without blinking. Yet somehow, when faced with 9 out of 10 Americans dying if EMP blasts go off, natural or otherwise, there's been no action. None. Zip. Zero. Not a, not a dime spent. How is that possible? Without going down a rabbit hole that could fill volumes, I submit the answer could very likely have something to do with what the following prior posts cover. I call those two posts to your attention for the sole reason that they are both deal with very heavily on the network of top-secret underground military bases. In other words, they don't give a damn about you. They have a hole in the ground to run to like the rats that they are. Okay? And, you know, wait a minute. Hey, let's get back to the main thing of this election. Globalism versus Americanism. You see, the United Nations, and I've brought this up over and over again, but until we're all dead, it ain't going away. They want to get rid of about 9 out of 10 of everybody everywhere. So why would they want to do anything to prevent that when that's their plan? Got it? Folks, the only thing that we can do is make it clear to them when it comes to them. Because there's things you can do, but I mean, when it comes to them, something that we can make only you know clear to them is like, look, you can run to your hole, but if I'm still here, once you're in there, you better never think. You better never plan on coming out of that hole. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go jerry-rig every cement truck I can find, and I'm going to pour it on the openings to wherever you're at, and you ain't coming out. That, I mean, really, because uh, what else are you going to tell them? You better get out there and do something about this. They ain't going to do it. Just let them know. Fine, if that's your plan, you best never, ever think about coming out of that hole. All right. All right, I'll be back here in about five minutes. We'll have Dean Lauren coming to you live from New York City, and uh, we'll find out what's going on over there. I heard it through the grapevine. My new neighbor don't like my big red barn. A 47 Ford bullet holes in the door broke down motor in the front yard. <laughs> I gotta have a mind to paint a plywood sign and nail it up on a knotty pine tree. Saying I was here first, this is my piece of dirt and your rambling don't rattle me. Some people care about what other people think, worry about what they think. American Voice Radio Network.
Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. AVR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
up, y'all. <laughs> I gotta have a mind to paint a plywood sign and nail it up on a knotted pine tree. Saying I was here first, this is my piece of dirt, and your rambling don't rattle me. Good evening, all, and welcome back to those of you who were listening to the first hour, and welcome to all of you just tuning in right now. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephanie. You are listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It's still Monday, May 16, 2016, except now it's about nine minutes after 9 p.m. Pacific time, and that makes it the second hour, and it makes it Monday. And it also makes it tomorrow over on the East Coast. And why does that matter? Because our co-host is coming to you live from New York City. And those of you completely clueless, that is on the East Coast. So welcome, Dean Lauren. Hey, how are you doing? Good. Yourself? Good. Our guest is someone who's supposed to Skype you in. Yeah. So 
I'm just uh, sending this out. So how are you doing? I'm doing good, and I do not feel as though I should commit suicide yourself. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not a good answer to that question. No, I am not going to commit suicide. Oh, but good. I just wanted to bring up the fact that a major police captain committed suicide in response to the ongoing heroin um, uh, arrest. Was that the guy at the pier? The pier. He was on the uh, Long uh, Long Island in Suffolk on the highway. Oh no, he different shot guy. Shot himself in the head. Wow, another okay. Well, Mary, you read just, you read last week the uh, I think he was uh, a border patrol. He was a uh, Homeland Security border patrol ice guy. He went over to that big pier. You got there in New York, you know, the big enclosed pier. Yeah. Tell me about it. Well, he he blew his head off there. He, and he wrote a big he wrote a big note about, "Hey, you know, uh I'm doing this because I can't, you know, my job's killing me. I just, you know, they won't let me do my job. I feel like I'm betraying America." Yada yada yada, and he killed himself. Right okay. there in public. I mean, he walked on in and bang. <laughs> Okay, so this is uh, Inspector Michael Amery, found dead in Long Island. He was involved in uh, shipping the heroin along the highways uh, using the cops. And uh, it was that whole thing going down with the Hasidim in Brooklyn that were moving the heroin through all the uh, housing with the police captains that and selling the guns licenses as well. Were you familiar with that story that nope. we covered? I, the I, cops were selling gun licenses. Well, only only a pop. No, only from you, uh, you know, uh, reporting it. But yeah, well, I mean, I, about you mentioned that last week. Now, it's on the front page, and all of the NYPD is freaked out that all the captains are going to get busted for selling heroin to the housing projects. Well, and as they should. And Precinct, that's the, the lead in all of this. And it's uh, D.A. Brown is the main guy who hooks up all the heroin. Uh, District Attorney Brown, he's been elected to district attorney for like 30 years or so. He's like D.A. Hines. Uh, he's the most corrupt guy out there. Uh, but we have two big stories tonight. Um, first of all, is that with Charter Communications purchase of Time Warner, it's been okayed by the FCC mm -hmm. and the city. So, the moment that it was okay by the FCC, it was automatically gone through. It was a deal that was going to flip automatically. And at this point now, we have a major artificial intelligence uh, system in operation in the United States that has uh, been activated and is targeting the American citizens. 
And uh, I'll get this, just one moment. Uh, okay, so what we're gonna have here is um, this artificial intelligence. It's going to basically be eavesdropping in on all of the communications, for instance, like Saudi Arabia. This artificial intelligence is, is going to be listening through all the satellites. So there's nothing that the palace in Saudi Arabia is going to be able to do that is not going to be listened to if it's electronically communicated. Um, Dean, have you uh, <clears throat> have you ever seen the the last year's movie, the last year's Bond movie, Spectre? Uh, yeah, I think I just saw it. That's the one with uh, with basically what you're describing. Really? Yeah. Well, it's like the the whole premise of the uh, the movie is that MI5 is. Uh, or yeah, MI5 is is you know the spy agency, and then some other government agency comes in. We could call it Homeland Security, and decides to say, well, you know what, all your spies, all your 007s are just obsolete. We're going with this electronic surveillance thing worldwide. We're getting all the nations to sign in, and some nations said, no, we don't want to. So what they did was they started blowing up things in those nations, so they would say, oh, gosh, I guess we do need to join up and, uh, you know, let you, uh, you know, we'll all share the information, except we really won't all share the information, but we'll all give you the information, and everything was electronically surveillance, and even MI5 was being surveilled by this new agency, okay? Everyone, everywhere, and they made that, I mean, they said that over and over throughout the movie. It wasn't a very good movie as far as a Bond movie goes. It was probably one of the worst Bond movies that I'd seen, it seemed like the star dialed it in, and, you know, he didn't really want to be there, and it's not a surprise, seeing as how I read that, you know, they forced him to do it because he was under contract, he didn't really want to do it, but, I mean, it, it speaks to exactly what you are describing, and that's, right. you know, what they're doing. So what we're going to have is a bank colonialism, where all, everybody's individual, financial, medical, educational, leisure, basic requirements are all going to be data consolidated. That's in the United States right now under this um, charter communications that has taken over Time Warner. There is also going to be trade manipulation. So like in China, all their production orders with sales, uh, are going to be combined with market assessments reconnaissance. So there's no type of sales activity that China is going to be able to, to manufacture without being surveilled. And then, of course, on the American Pentagon military front, we have what we call a social communication algorithm in that this AI is going to start directing emotions for crowds and directing major populations. And that can be done by sending out appropriate tweets, Facebook, uh, whatever they are, they're called. 
and, and controlling different types of media that are being received. Well, I'm uh, sure you read that story from the uh, Obama's uh, foreign policy advisor, Rhodes. You know, he was bemoaning basically how stupid everybody is and how they manipulate the media and just tell them things, and they basically carry their water for them. And, again, that's what you're describing. Right, and and they're no longer going to be able to verify or authenticate between commands. Uh, they're also not going to be able to authenticate or ver- uh, uh, verify between engagements or between nations. So the Pentagon has now effectively gone blind with the charter Time Warner sale, the sale of Time Warner to Charter Communications and Altice, purchasing Cablevision's uh, networks in Long Island. So this is a, basically an end run around Comcast. And Chuck Schumer's brother made $400 million. Chuck Schumer and Al D'Amato made like 30%. So whatever, they, they made like $400 million. So we're looking at a, a situation in which, you know, all of America, it, Saudi Arabia, China, are going to pay the price for this sale of Time Warner. And you have to remember that all of the municipalities are going to be billing through these Time Warner cables and similar cable systems. The police, the post office, uh, think about it. Anytime you got payroll, anytime you got communications going over banks, there's going to be a toll fee on these cable systems paid by the municipalities. Now, a lot of them are saying, oh, well, Charter is not going to play with the, the gate speed of the Internet. And when, in fact, it's going to, all the municipalities are going to go bankrupt. So, therefore, these franchises with the cable systems are going to be able to be renegotiated. All of the old contracts are going to dissolve once the municipalities go bankrupt. Remember when we spoke about how all the municipal asset index, they were going to purchase the toll roads, the toll bridges, the, these European countries, Germany and France? Yeah, at the time it was mainly Spain and then, you know, being well, funded by Germany, I guess. Well, yeah, Spain was the sort of the upfront corporation. Straw man. The, the straw man. And the Jesuits. And so now what we're seeing here is, Uh, The fact that um, all these contracts that are throughout all these cities can be set aside through the bankruptcy. Plus, Charter does not have the finances to run all this stuff. This is a sham purchase because it doesn't have the capability. This this is a, a, a corporation that was created merely to take over Time Warner and then merge into a mega monopoly in Germany and France and Russia and Israel. Okay? That's all it is. So, and, uh, and tomorrow, Lydia Radin is at 10.30, uh, I believe it's 10.30, uh, room 520. She is supposed to go for this hearing for being beaten down and and accused 
of assaulting a federal officer. Remember, that was the time I was standing on the 20th floor outside of Judge Pauley's chambers, and I described Lydia Radin being beat down by this hopped-up marshal on January 28th. I do. So, get, get this, folks. Uh, Magistrate Peck, who is Judge Kimball Wood's lapdog, I know that for a fact because I caught Judge Kimball Wood, the love judge, rigging her divorce with Nancy Richardson when uh, Kimball was screwing Nancy's husband behind uh, Nancy's back. And uh, they both filed for divorce from their respective husbands so that Kimball could marry Frank on the sly. And um, unfortunately, they never told Nancy that Kimba had the same lawyers as Nancy so that they were, so all of Nancy's information was going straight to Kimba. I had to tell Nancy herself, freaked her out. Uh, She divorced Frank, got a huge payout by uh, Raul Felder who betrayed me. So tomorrow, Judge Peck, that was the magistrate in the case of uh, Lauren V. Fordham. Uh, That's where I sued Fordham, like, because, what happened was my, my farm documents were stolen. They ended up at Hughes, Hubbard & Reed, which is the offshore law firm that was, you know, the Panama Papers, the Panama accounts? I've heard of them. Okay. Those were done by Hughes, Hubbard & Reed. They were the, the law firm that um, created all these offshore accounts for all these major clients. And so they were Hughes, Hubbard & Reed. Uh, was the one that had stolen my documents, and uh, I had caught them with it. And so that's why uh, Hughes Hubbard and Reed called Fordham and told me to back off from exposing them for having stolen documents. And that's how I got blacklisted by John Furick of Fordham and all the Fordham Second Circuit judges like Sotomayor, Katzman, Judge Straub, uh, Eaton, in the Court of Trade, and various things. Uh, we'll go over that. But tomorrow, Lydia Radin is going to be uh, appearing, and it turns out Magistrate Peck issued the this uh, <clears throat> criminal charge against Lydia in an ex parte meeting with the, the, the Fed DA and marshals. And I'm sitting out in the hallway, Lydia is handcuffed, and Judge Pauley's clerk, Kyle Wood, the marshals, the federal district attorney, and all of them are in front of Magistrate Peck, except for Lydia is outside, unrepresented, and I'm the only witness I'm outside, and nobody's asking me my, my point of view. And they're hooking up inside how they're going to frame Lydia. Now, this is illegal, folks. All right? So that's what's going on tomorrow. And, um, and, by, and so uh, after the, the, the break, we're going to talk about I view it and how Frank's, uh, no, not Frank, um, um, Elliot Bernstein's, uh, new evidence in L.A. Bernstein's case where they stole the I view it uh, codes 
that there were dead bodies of the people that bought all the assets from uh, Elliot's father's estate, their houses and everything. Uh, it turns out Elliot's brother uh, murdered Elliot's father and so that they could get hold of the eye view of patents with Proskauer Rose, the law firm that, that stole them and sold them to Lockheed and Warner Brothers and the Pentagon. So with that, I'm going to dedicate tonight's song to um, King Abdullah Aziz Saab because, um, or King Salman, I should say, of, of Saudi Arabia, uh, because you've just essentially slit your neck. And President Xi Jinping, I shall also dedicate it to you, because now, with the charter merger with Time Warner, all of your commercial ventures are now in jeopardy. And to General Dumford, who has betrayed the American government, the Pentagon, by permitting charter communications to purchase Time Warner and activate this huge uh, AI grid. And by the way, uh, you have a Christian radio show that plays at 9 p.m. Uh, on some of your days. Yeah. And I happened to listen to that Christian radio show because I was going to call in to speak with you, but I, I was listening to AVR, too. Oh, okay. And he happened to be reading the list of FEMA, I mean, uh, Homeland Security, that when they do these military coup, uh, who was going to take charge? And it just so happened I, was, I listened in at that point, and he was reading from the Homeland Security Patriot Act that it was the FBI that would take the lead command, and that's James Comey. So, folks, hmm. when there is a military coup going down, Operation Jade Helm, which we saw this summer, the FBI is put in charge de facto under the Patriot Act. And James Comey is essentially running the country. James Comey, whose big claim to fame is arresting Martha Stewart and running the heroin in New York City. He was also the man who allegedly on Ashford's bedside demanded that John Ashford not sign some of these Patriot Act surveillance issues. Bogus, totally bogus. Folks, we have to, I, I know it's probably too late, but we got to can that. The FBI cannot take the lead as the overall autocrat. And we'll discuss that when we come back from the hour. So, Frank, I hope you got the music. If you don't, just I like, do. I do. And it's dedicated to the king and the uh, premier. President Xi Jinping and General Dumford. Oh, and him too. Okay, well, I'll hit it and we'll be back in a few. Everybody stay tuned.
people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is still Monday, May 16, 2016, 9.41 out here on the Pacific Time Coast. Uh, TheAmericanVoice.com or AmericanVoiceRadio.com is the website. Go there. You can go to the chat room, socialize, contribute to the show, uh, whatever you like. It's there. It's open 24-7. Now, back to our regularly scheduled programming. And we have Dean Lawrence still with us from New York City. There's some questions, and I want to know, too, Dean, who was that music? That was Dave Mason. Really? Okay. Uh, Headkeeper. That was from his Headkeeper album back in 1978. I am not familiar with that song. I kind of liked it. It's the, The lyrics are brilliant. And, of course, Dave Mason played with Traffic and various other bands with Eric Clapton. He was just, he recently died. And he's just like, an, was one of the most awesome musicians around for guitar and voice and songwriting. Hmm. So, and your musician was? Oh, Dramarama. I figured, you know, we're talking about surveillance spies. and stuff. So I figured I'd play I Got Spies. Okay. Well, you know, it turns out Lydia Raiden sent me a statement to read over the air for before uh, she goes in tomorrow at the Southern District of New York, 500 Pearl Street. Okay, I, w- uh, I will authorize the reading. Okay. It says, <clears throat> uh, attorneys for the city of New York lied to federal judge Pauly, William Pauly III, to license independent producers like me, Dean Lauren, uh, when she says like me, that's uh, Lydia Raiden, Dean Lauren, in a lawsuit going on right now, Halleck versus the city of New York. That's Halleck, H-A-L-L-E-C-K versus the city of New York. Gail Brewer, the Manhattan Borough president, is going along with these lies. Gail Brewer sits on the board of the MNN TV network, Manhattan Neighborhood Network, MNN. 
MNN gives city residents the ability to make and broadcast TV shows through its agreements with Time Warner Cable. Because Gail Brewer, the Manhattan Borough President, sits on the board of MNN, and because she appoints two other board members and, for other reasons, the city is directly involved in Manhattan Neighborhood Network. Because the city is so involved, because the city government has a number of points of contact with MNN, the protections that were put in place by our federal and state constitutions to stop unlawful conduct by government officials against producers also apply to MNN. Those, production, those protections, the right to due process of law, the right of equal protection of law, and the right to redress of grievances were unlawfully denied to independent producers like me, Lydia Radin, Dean Lauren, and in the case, D.D. Halleck, that I am, uh, we are fighting now with other independent producers like Lydia Radin. You all remember Dean Lauren talking about Lydia Radin in a previous show where, an eyewit- where Dean Lauren witnessed a court security officer beat Lydia as she was trying to leave the federal courthouse on January 28th after a hearing in front of Judge Pauley. And in fact, that's what happened, folks. Uh, Lydia Radin did, in fact, get beat down in front of my eyes as the elevator was closing on Ronald Perry, the lawyer for D.D. Halleck. Um, I spoke to uh, Mr. Perry at the last hearing. Uh, Judge Pauley refused to have me or Lydia Radin say to to say anything on the record. Um, And. Perry actually lied to my face and said that he didn't see any of Lydia getting beaten down. Now, Frank, this is on a video, two videos. (laughs) How stupid could you be? Well, now, wait a minute. I'm sure you've uh, you've seen the stories about police departments, you know, telling people with anybody over an IQ of 90, they're too they're not they're overqualified to be a police officer. So. How stupid do you have to be? Well, well, you know, know, Lydia called a third party, a friend of ours, Joe Friendly, and asked us to step back because Mr. Perry was in fear of his life. And so when I opened up the show with Inspector Michael Mary being murdered by having a, a gun put under his chin and having his head blown away on the Suffolk Island Highway, Long Island Express, like Donald Manis. Remember him from the 70s? That was like uh, for the... uh, He took all the coins that were coming in off of the meters. Uh, Now, Inspector Michael O'Mary was running the prostitution ring up on the Upper East Side at the 78th uh, Precinct. That's where I know him. That's where I used to live on 5th Avenue, 74th and 5th Avenue. So... You know, that whole prostitution ring is coming down that was servicing all of the big people up there with the high-class hookers. He was moving heroin. And so tonight we're going to, we opened up also with the show that the sale of Time Warner to Charter Communications, which is a bogus corporation that's going to go bankrupt, at the same time, the municipalities are already been bankruptcy. By the way, 
Hey, Our Dean? subway system in New York is already in bankruptcy. Dean? Yes. Good news. What's that? Elliot's on the uh, phone? No, Dave Mason's not dead. Oh, he isn't? Nope. He's 70 years old. Oh, shoot. Well, let's get him on the phone. <laughs> you can apologize. Jeez, the, the, the reports of my death are uh, over-exaggerated. Oh, God. Thank God, Dave. I didn't realize you were still... Uh, I'm going to write you, okay? I'm yeah, going to write you, There you Dave. go. Thank God. He was the first concert I ever saw. I don't have an address for him, but, I, you know, he's from everything. Okay. I, uh, 1972 is when he wrote that song, because I saw him in 1972. Oh, okay. it's, it's off his Headkeeper album. Yeah, um, I, you know, I looked him up. He's actually played with quite a lot of uh, really, you know, big-time, uh, you know... Paul Damn. McCartney, George Harrison, Jimi Hendrix, Eric Clapton, Michael Jackson, David Crosby, Graham Nash, Steve Winwood, Fleetwood Mac, Delaney, whatever that name is, Cass Elliott. Oh, yeah, you know, he was in the original Fleetwood Mac, I think. So, um, yeah, and in fact, he I saw him with Kid Creo on the Coconuts. <laughs> okay, so that was it. That was my introduction to rock and roll music, uh, that 1972. So, And it was a very professional performance. So now I want to talk about this uh, charter communications and the use of the Time Warner cable system and various other cable franchises across the United States to unleash a artificial intelligence Goliath for uh, for all intents and purposes on the American public and various other nation states throughout the world. And, and it all has to do with uh, unceasing warfare, uh, which gives rise to conditions in which uh, people are going to be in a permanent state of alertness to ward off attacks, very similar to Israel. You see the absolute rule of an autocrat like Netanyahu. Now, last week, uh, a general in Israel uh, said openly that the state of Israel was like Nazi Germany. And um, so uh, there it is, Nazis. And so let me see which one is this. Israeli German, to Netanyahu, and freaked him out. And I think this is because the general is going to be wiped out. Major General Yair Golan, Deputy Chief of Staff of Israel Defense Forces, essentially the number two man in the army, warned his fellow citizens, there is nothing easier than to hate those who are different. There is nothing easier than to sow fear and terror. There is nothing easier than to behave like animals. And that's what he's saying last week when uh, he compared Israel to Nazi-era Germany. That's the number two man in Israel saying it's out of hand, folks. So what he's talking about is the absolute rule of an autocrat, Netanyahu. All new things will then become dangerous frontier districts, new economic areas to exploit, new devices to exploit, Everything suspect. Does it sound familiar, folks? Feudalism takes a firm hold in society. Disguised as a Politburo in Russia, 
or similar structure like a democracy in the United States. Very important, folks. Hereditary secession follows the lines of power in this autocracy. The blood of the powerful dominates. They know they have to control inheritance, hence the probate courts, or slowly let the power melt away. Okay? So, folks, this is what we're moving into, if we haven't already moved into, with Vatican and very other... uh, and Israel is just a, a spokes uh, mouth for the Vatican. If you, if you really think about it, uh, for the Vatican to lose control of Jerusalem, it's not going to happen. Therefore, what they had to do was set up a puppet state around Jerusalem in order to create this never-ending, ceasing warfare to which they are selling arms. So, yes, the largest arms dealer in the world is the Vatican. No ifs, ands, or buts. They even outdo the Queen of England. Okay? So, what we're really talking about is uh, Pope... What What is the Pope's name? Uh, Pope... Uh, uh, Francis. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to... Uh, I'm trying to figure out what his... Um, his real name is? Yeah, isn't it? Um, I have no, I, I have no idea. I always used the nickname is Bertoli, but they see he's born in Buenos Aires. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Ramon Jose Castell. No, that's who he was uh, ordained by. Oh, Jorge Mario Bergoglio. Oh, he's the Pope. That's the Argentinian hitman. And so he's a Jesuit. And, and you know, it, folks, I'm a, for all intents and purposes, I'm, I'm a Jesuit as well. You know, because I was trained at Fordham, which is, you know, how I can look at... Now, it's because I, I've done atomics that I understand algorithms that are on this scale that's going on with the artificial intelligence, because I had to deal with charting... Uh, electrons around atoms and, and mega power units and, and for atomic power uh, that was being generated um, by explosions and all sorts of good things when I was uh, studying under the Manhattan, uh, Dr. Wall at the uh, Washington University of St. Louis. He was the uh, one of the men in the Manhattan Project and was responsible for isolating plutonium, folks. So that was my teacher. He was the one I used to stay out after class every day and ask him if he knew that when they created the atom bomb that they would drop it on Hiroshima. And he said? He eventually told me yes. He knew. They all knew that they were going to murder all those people. Well, you know, I mean, when you look at, uh, I don't understand, you know, I don't quite, I guess I get the terror aspect of uh, the targets they picked, but, you know, they were not military targets, and bombing Japan with a nuclear weapon, I, I you know, I can 
I, I can say, yeah, okay, under the circumstances, because it was war, and it was either going to be 100,000 dead Americans attacking the island of Japan or a bunch uh, all dead Japanese. So, well, wait a minute, Frank. We were trading with the enemy. Walker. Ju- wait a minute. Which enemy? I mean, we Walker were trading Prescott. with a lot of different enemies. <laughs> Avril Harriman and Walker Prescott Bush. Their banks were dealing directly with the Nazis and the Japanese. So what they, why they dropped the bomb on Hiroshima was to stop the Japanese from taking the Philippines. Because the Philippines are what's under uh, play now with China and the United States, the Rockefeller assets. Those are the South China Sea oil reserves under the Philippines on their offshore Shelf. Maritime borders. That's where those islands are. So we're actually posturing all this stuff because of Rockefeller's investment in the Philippines in 1898. Now, we don't have a lot of time left, and I, and I have this pulled up over here because I wanted to, uh, because you had mentioned something either last week or the week before about I had brought up all these dead uh, sea animals, okay, whether they're, you know, whales or mammals or fish or whatever, washing up on California, well, the whole West Coast. And you had said, well, it's the Navy sonar and this and that and the other thing. A lot of people want to say, well, yeah, it's this and that, it's the other things. But now here is a headline. Navy allowed to kill or injure nearly 12 million whales, dolphins, and other marine mammals in the Pacific. And it goes on and on to explain that, you know, they are out there doing exactly what you had mentioned, and not just sonar, but also explosives. Yeah, because they are looking for underwater sea reserves, as well as mining. There's a lot of vents that come up with manganese and all sorts of stuff, like gold coming out. You know, so 12 million... Sea animals. That's a lot. Right. Of, you know, that's going to leave a mess on the beach. So when you see all this going on and they tell you, oh, well, you know, it's Fukushima or, uh, you know, well, it's this or that or the other thing, uh, that may or may not be true. No, it's General Dunford, you head know. of the Pentagon, ordering them to do sonar along the ocean floor so that because he's under the pay command of the Rockefeller Fund. Now, there was one other thing I wanted to ask you before we 